This is the Adirondack Books and Beyond podcast. Here we go. Yeehaw! Oh, what a hog! Take them, Corey. Got a boy. Three, two, one. We're going. We're live. We're live. Whoa. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. We got a, a big group with us tonight. We're up here at uh, Cook Hall Outfitters Camp, and uh, we're going to talk some turkey hunting, maybe a little bit of deer hunting, whatever we want to do. So, Bryce, start off. How'd everyone's uh, season go? Who's, who's been killing birds? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, Everybody. Everyone. Yeah, it's, it's been a good season. It's not over yet. Yeah, so got Right, Brad? Oh, I'm done. Both <laughs> <laughs> bags have been punched. <laughs> uh, let's see. So who wants to... We'll, we'll start off with some stories of, of this season. Uh, who killed the first bird for you guys? That'd be uh, me. That'd be you. Yep. You killed the first one in the group? I did. And who's What's, that? That'd be Eric. Yes, the, the one and only Eric, right? That'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I killed, my, I killed my first one, uh, Virginia, in the beginning of April with... DJ here. The Godfather. Um, the Godfather, the Godfather <laughs> yes. Um, it was a great hunt. Um, the second day of the hunt in Virginia, we called in three longbeards. I let them get a lot closer than I uh, anticipated they were. In the dark, I had ranged this tree that I thought was like 50 yards. So as soon as they get inside that, I'm like, I'll be good. And I ranged another one that was like 40. I'm like, all right, I'll be all set. Well, these birds just kept coming and coming right down this logging road right to us. I'm like, yep, they passed that one, they passed this one. And um, next thing I know, I shot, it was like 12 yards. And um, DJ's like, it was a good thing you shot because if you let them come another step, I was going to shoot past you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then we rearranged it once it was light out, and the tree that I thought was 50 was 35. So they were more than in range once uh, they came down the log. But... So in the end of the story, you need a new rangefinder, Bob. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But um, it's crazy how different Virginia birds are than New York birds. They don't gobble the hoot calls. And um, the mountain birds are, they're a lot less heavier. I mean, it was 16 pounds. I mean, I've shot Jake's mm-hmm. in New York that are bigger than the long beard I shot in Virginia. Oh, but, wow, yeah. it was light, huh? Yeah, yep. But um, state number four on my list, so I was, I was glad that I was included in the hunt. And, yeah, and you guys go to Virginia every year. Yeah, yeah so I, I, this is Tyler speaking, and I didn't go this year, so that's how Eric got the, he got the golden ticket. Yes, thank you. Golden thank you ticket to, to make the trip. But then um, I believe Dad got the, the second one right later in the trip. Yeah, I did. Um, Quentin always has a notorious time of having great stories down there and never killing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was a part of a couple kills down there with Brad, but uh, thirteen um, years never yeah. killed one. <laughs> oh, you kill it! You kill it! I've, I've let him walk at twelve year well, that one with you and Rick. I think it was, it was under twenty yards. I thought it was too far. <laughs> that was in the early years of it all. But yeah, no, I've. He's been a part of a lot of successful hunts. It just uh, himself pulling the trigger just doesn't I've had happen. Chances. Out there. I've shot and missed and had Brad follow up and kill. So it's I don't know. You give him the warning shot. I'm right? down there for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he just brings a conch shell with him down there. Yeah, you guys. Everyone who's listening might also recognize these guys. You guys were on what? What did we say last March? Yep. I think you guys yeah. came on yeah. here and it was just you and Quinn. So yeah. Now yeah, that was something. Quit listening on all the secrets, the roosting birds. And, yeah, <laughs> I've been hooting lately. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, car it's horns. Right? It's not nice, <laughs> but I've been doing it because yeah. we lost the conch shell. But I, I mean, 
The cars warmed, or the, the birds warmed up to car horns. I was blowing the horn, but they don't. They don't really come back at you This guy's back again. The spring haven't really been roosting very well. I don't, I mean, don't listen to me, but. The two days you hunted. Yeah, they've been quiet. They've been quiet. We've, we've experienced that too, though. Yeah. This yeah. entire season, everything seemed to be a lot quieter than seasons past. But the car horn thing's funny because I shot a bird in Vermont and we drove by it, and the kid who was driving without hesitation just hit the car horn, and the thing gobbled just like it goes, yeah. yeah, that bird's going to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hot one. Well, then they killed him, so. Nice. So, um, and then on our, our side of the things, I think um, Eric killed one open today, and then my brother Cameron and I, he's not here with us tonight, but um, we doubled up, delayed double on the first day. Um, pouring rain. You guys probably all hunted mm-hmm. on that. Well, no, I don't. He, Brad, Brad told me he wasn't going to hunt that day. He yeah. was. A, he's a fair weather hunter. I waited, I waited um, till this. So he did. He's, yeah, he still got his. He still got his. But um, I, I wasn't going to. Um, I can't skip it. So we went out and, uh, but that was that was a hunt that was successful just from the preseason scouting stuff yep. and knowing knowing where they are, knowing where they're going to be. And um, took it took a little bit of time. It wasn't right off the roost like I say we're notorious for. But um, uh, we that was nice. nice. And that wasn't quitting, believe it. Or not. <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Just just give them like. An so hour. for that for that one, I. Uh, one came down, and um, I thought he, he kind of split the difference between Cameron and I. He was out in front, but it, it came in between us, and he's he's a good brother and let it let it let it go. And uh, so it came into me, and I killed it. And we sat there, and we we had that plan because I knew there was more birds in the area than just the one. And um, you know, kept calling, got the other birds fired back up again, and then they left. And so we took the time. That's one thing we like to do is um, a lot of people do different things after a kill, whether they. You know, like the Pinhoti guy smokes a cigar, or mm-hmm. we we take a lot of time to try to make sure that we take good pictures and same here, yeah. very and important. do that do that kind of thing. So that's our that's our time to I say worship the bird, but, but spend, spend yeah. 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 enjoy enjoy the enjoy the hunt. Um, so we did that even in the rain and um, had some laughs and f- good time, and then got time to leave. And of course, everybody always makes that one last call, right? Oh yeah, that one last. Uh, let's see, and, As well, Brad, As Brad know, I'm notorious for doing it. So, so, so one last call. I, there might be like five or six on the way out. One last, call, so, <laughs> one last call, and the, the turkeys gobbled again. So we'd run back. My brother actually forgot his gun. He he ran up the hill. Yeah. If he listens to this, he'll get a kick out of it. But he has this, we call it Big E. I call it Big Easy. It's a stupid, <laughs> stupid chair that he carries. It's like a you were talking about. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, unreal. Yeah. But he grabbed Big Easy, but he forgot his gun. And he runs up the hill. I'm like, dude, you need your gun. So he comes back, gets it, runs back up. Comfort over the kill. And uh, gets in front, and um, we call these three long beards back in. And uh, I say back in. It was he, The one I killed wasn't part of that group, but we called these three, and he ends up killing one. So it was a it was a good morning. Um so not bad for a rainy open no no it was was awesome it was awesome so eric got one we got two did uh with north virginia guys get one that day or the second day it was the third day the third day so dad we uh, we um i I think i told you guys this the last time we met up but we have a lot of connections around around we'll say different states so it's a it gives us a good opportunity to get down there in virginia and hunt different times of the year and um so but we return that favor with these guys when they come up here so dad brought out a guy named rick um that we hunt with he's kind of brought us to the camp that we hunt at now and uh he was able to harvest a good one um on the third day um quentin quentin was somewhere in the mix he tagged a good one i didn't see a picture of that one though did that one go up anywhere 
On social media? Which one? Yeah, yeah, he's his own. Oh, okay, there you go. First one, which one? one. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't uh, know. They're probably both there. Uh, I'm pretty light on Facebook lately. So yeah. uh, Brad, I, uh, Brad, the guy that I hunt with from Virginia, he he posted a bunch of stuff and it was oh, okay. it was slid in there. So I, I was gonna say I didn't yeah. I didn't see any pictures. I'll, I'll, I'll go get you a pic. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. You guys are uh, like a true hunting family. You guys have hunted since you were kids with dad, DJ, and that's like, that's awesome, man. You don't see a lot of true hunting families, you know, still, you know, in a lot of ways, we talk a lot about part of Adirondack Bucks and Beyond, like kind of our mission statement, so to speak, is getting people to stay interested in hunting or, or get interested in hunting. And I mean, speak to that a little bit, man. Like speak to spending the time in the woods with dad when you were younger. Um, Turkey season is really special to you guys. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. Turkey turkey season is one of those things that I was able to harvest one when I was really young um, with Dad, obviously, and uh, at twelve, right? Legal age, yeah, definitely yeah. twelve. Yeah. I was a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> times, times were different. Times were different back then. They were. They were. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I caught the itch early, and it's one of those things, and you know, the, just the. Just the way to out, you know, to out, out think a turkey. Um, a little different than deer hunt. I know you guys like to hunt up north, where you also, you you use that mindset, right? You're trying to you're trying to outsmart them. You're trying to be in mm-hmm. the chess match. Yeah, it's a chess match with when you're Absolutely. tracking and doing that kind of thing. So I mean, we kind of take that same approach with turkeys. Um, no one, you know, trying to trying to play the next move. We went out this morning. It was, it was that chess match game. It, we didn't win, but um, but that's what makes you go back again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, very fortunate. Obviously, Dad took me out young. All these guys, uh, brothers young, do it do it with my own kids. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it was we're obviously very fortunate. We have lots of properties around that let us do what we love with, mm-hmm. the, with that game dinner. Um, I think we spoke about that maybe last time, yeah, too. Yeah, game it's, dinner was crazy. Yeah, that's very turn weird. Off, the turn off for that, I was not expecting that. Yeah, that I that thought was it was huge. just going to be a couple of us. We get in there, and this was a full-blown event. It was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, but I mean, when, you're hunting, great job when you're hunting every critter imaginable, like there's <laughs> – you know, your duck swamp's owned by one person, and you're, you know, you're nice took your nice took, you get a couple turkey woods between all of us. It's, it all adds up in deer woods and um, fox hunting property, like, just everything adds up. So it's nice to be able to give back to the people that let you, let you do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've talked a lot, too, about how when we go to different states and stuff, how New York has a reputation for being New York City. But hunting runs deep in New York State, and you guys are, you know, the epitome of that. Yeah, you guys, have, you, you guys have just a gigantic hunting family like everybody in your family hunts yeah. everyone everybody family friends anybody yeah. and the willingness to kill anything also <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what makes you guys the hunters you are too it's just you're hey, so you willing to try anything and yeah no that's that's one thing we make sure that we say when we go down south we I, we dad and i went to tennessee uh, a few years back and uh, we were able to kill one down there but it was it was not as easy as we thought because up here you knock on doors it's not that big a deal of course we're never afraid to knock on doors right same here what do you what do you got to lose right i'll tell you no who cares right? Right. Thank, you. thank you that's why i'm asking appreciate it um but down there man they were there were some sketchy there. people down there. <laughs> <laughs> they we figured that out for yeah. 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 Knocked yeah. on the doors. You know, they crack the door open and they peek out. And, you know, it's just sketchy. Just ghost, <laughs> ghost, ghostly, man. Yeah. Ghostly. Yeah. I don't know if we've told this story on a podcast or not, but we'll tell it right now. We were down in Tennessee. <clears throat> we get there, and luckily, kill Adam kills a bird. I mean, we set up. Wait, he killed one. He killed one. Yeah, he did. Oh, oh, he did. Yeah. 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 Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, so we get down there. We don't even get 
we're not even done setting up camp yet. Corey's like, oh, let me just hit the box call quick. So we kill one. I mean, like that down there. Like, yeah, we I just, think we got there. We 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 pulled into Tennessee at like six o'clock in the morning. We found the spot we wanted to camp by like seven seven thirty, and we killed one by nine. Yeah, and he was hot. So <laughs> yeah. we're thinking we're yeah. like we're like we just hit the jackpot here. Like this place is awesome. So we go on the next couple of days, not hearing a single bird, and we get we get a hair in our ass. We're like, we're taking off through yeah. these mountains today. We walked like seven miles one way. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. So we get all the way. We're in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden we're like looking looking on our phone. We're like, that looks like a camp down there. And we look, we're like, that's that's a camp. It has like this big shooting range and all this stuff, and we're like four wheelers, and we're like, this is a little weird. <laughs> So we're walking. I'm like, let's just make sure we stay, like, don't even go anywhere near the private line right there. Next thing you know, we hear a four-wheeler fire up, and this guy comes riding up on a four-wheeler in full tactical gear. I mean, helmet, glasses, vest, everything. And we're in. (laughs) We're like, oh, my God. First thing Corey says to him, hey, how's it going? We're from New York. (laughs) (laughs) Bad idea. Yeah, nervous. He's from New York. None of us are. We're we're fine. We're fine. (laughs) I don't even know this guy. The guy's like, oh, really? Well, I wouldn't be going telling people that around here. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm actually from uh, where did he say? New Jersey. He said I moved down here. He's like, uh, he's like, you're fine. Just you know, just be careful out here. He's like, whatever you do, just don't go walk down that way because my tenant. Again, we're in the middle of the mountains. He has a tenant out there. He's like, my tenant has 360 windows with a gun at every window. And we're yeah, like, I believe this. We're going to go back to camp, actually. They're fine for today. We're going yeah. back home. And that's kind of where I was going with that. Like, you know, when we go down there and we learned, and he's learned, obviously, over the years and being in Virginia, um, yeah, you don't say you're, you know, we're from, we're, uh, we're along the Vermont border or. Yeah, you yeah. almost admit, go out and get a. Oh, yeah. Catch a Vermont accent. <laughs> <laughs> Ritz Hawks fans. You catch that South Southern Champlain accent. <laughs> I mean, we get nervous parking our vehicles with New York plates on them down there. You well, know, we just get nervous yeah. somebody's going to get upset about it. And But, you know, we've, we've never had any issues. So well, I didn't think about it until now. Thanks, Brad. Well, yeah. parking my truck all over Virginia. The first thing we think of. <laughs> yeah, it's funny the stuff you run into when you start traveling all around, especially chasing turkeys. The, yep. the different people and different cultures you run into. So that's true. Um, but yeah, I want to go back to you guys. Were, I think you had said the lack of gobbling this year. That, I mean, it has been, I don't know what you guys have experienced, but it has been one of the toughest turkey seasons thus far for me personally. That I've just not heard as many birds as I have heard years past, like not even close. And it, it, they just don't seem as cooperative this year for whatever reason. I. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that we've, on, on the roost they gobble, um, and I think there's, I don't know if there's a lack of turkeys. Um, we, we talked about them being in different spots this year. Like, they're not, there's, we talked about the Little Woods last time we met, remember? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. not a turkey down there this year. Nope. Yeah, right. we're we're all, nothing. Not, not a single one. Nope. Um, like 10 turkeys killed out of there in the last five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not a single one this year. And it's not, and it's not because we killed 10 turkeys there in the last five years. There's just always been turkeys there, and um, not a single one. Um, so they're, I mean, I think they're around. We just, we, we've noticed that they're in different, different spots. I mean, he yeah. killed, both of the ones you killed with me this year have been in odd places. Odd places. Um, they're just, yeah, it's just different. And then we also notice like when, once they get on the ground, they, there's a lot more, a lot more shutting up. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I noticed yeah. this year too. Yeah. For sure. But, and there, no lack of birds because before the season we were out driving around right. every day right. and there were birds everywhere. And it yeah. seemed like after that first week, it was like, 
they went in hibernation. They're gone. Couldn't find any of them. Yep. And and another example. Adam's, Adam's been around. <laughs> oh, Adam oh. scared them all. Hey, we're just hey, we're oh. just sorry, dude. Poor Adam. Oh, he didn't crack a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Reserve every ounce of this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, be, we'll be getting to Adam momentarily. Oh boy. What do you guys say? I've only called in every turkey in the county and sent them flying back the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're an educator. Yep. Yeah. A lot um, of times with hens this year too. Yeah. Yes. We know those birds that would gobble good on the roost, and then they'd hit the hit the ground, yeah, and they yeah. just tended to their hens. Yeah. They, they were not interested in what we had. No. Going on. Yeah. No. And I mean, in Kentucky, we haven't even released a podcast or anything since Kentucky, so we talk about that. But like, I don't know if those birds there were necessarily hend up or just pressured. Yeah, I think they were just really pressured, and I think we just didn't have experience in, in hunting pressured turkeys mm. in the terrain that they were in. Um, you know, I've never in my life had to deal with trying to beat people to a spot. Um, and we were trying to beat people to a spot, and it never really mattered because you'd get there and they're going to come in anyways, and then you have to have that conversation. And right. we, we had good conversations with people. Nobody tried to, you know, give us a hard time or anything. No. But, um, yeah, Kentucky was awesome. It was really nice to kind of light that fire again and experience a different type of turkey. Because in a lot of ways, some of these New York private birds, I mean, if you catch them on the right day, they just come right to the gun barrel. Oh, right. oh yeah. But uh, down there, I mean, we were getting right on top of Tom's. And they gobble okay on the roost, but when they hit the ground, I mean, you're talking about turkeys that just walk the other way when you call I mean, on the, on the last day there, we had one, and I don't know if we told you, we were up here a couple weeks ago, and we told these guys some stories, but um, Brad and I had one that we had chased for like two and a half days probably, mm-hmm. and we finally got, I mean, as close as you can get to a turkey on, the on a limb. Ones, he yeah. was right there. Brad calls him a couple times. He flies down. Brad calls him again. I have him in the camera, and he just looks back. And just walks the other way. Yeah. Just never even never gobbling. even blinks an eye. Yeah, he was gobbling, but he just wouldn't. But I think have. I think these those type of experiences, like we have obviously the same places we've hunted forever. If we hunted just those turkeys, we wouldn't necessarily learn learn as much, right? Right. Like you're I was I think I talked to you about this, going hunting. It's it's fun hunting Vermont because we go to different places right, that sure. you've never mm-hmm. been. So all sure. of a sudden, you know, he's not coming and you end up finding out, oh, he hung up on this, he hung up on that. Right. And you're, and you're, and you're learning, you're learning, number one, you're learning a new country. And number two, you're learning a turkey opposed to like here, you will know, say the Little Woods, everything comes back to the Little Woods. But like those type of setups, you, you, you know how to get them. Yeah. Right. He's in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just how I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Generality. I like to know what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 I mean, but, that's. But we left Kentucky initially kind of with our butt feeling sore. And then after that, we were like, you know what? That was an awesome time. Oh, like, yeah. We got our butts kicked. Was... Those turkeys earned it. They like, put us back in our too. place. Oh, yeah. We must have 20 of you guys yeah. out there camping during the year. It killed me. I couldn't go down that weekend. It hurt so bad. Yeah, how many, a lot of how many people do we have? We had eight people, I think, went down. Yeah, right. yeah. seven or eight. Yeah, it was it was a really good time. Aside from the, ter- I mean, we all got Lots on birds. Yeah. Yeah. All of us got on birds, just kind of couldn't execute it. Yeah, yeah. You guys were heading south as I was heading north, and I'm like, God, this sucks. I hate. It. I gotta go back and go to work. <laughs> you were in Virginia when we were in. Yeah, I was I was heading north heading the back. same day yeah. you guys were heading south. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you didn't make it down to Mass this year either. No, that hurt too as well. It looks like you guys had a good time in Mass. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so I mean, like I was just telling you guys out on the porch, we uh, we'd gone down to Mass and uh, was start hunting some public land, ditched an old farm that we hunted just because Eric knows there was a. Cup. I mean, it was a fun farm. That's for sure. It was, it was, it was a fun. Yeah. It was a fun fun farm, but kind there's of a, a headache, though. problematic yeah. fella on the farm, so yeah. we decided not to go back, and we end up stumbling onto this better farm, and I mean, there were birds everywhere the first morning i got in there 
I, I told these guys, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to kill a bird in the morning. There's just, there's too many of them. And uh, I had a good hunt. I think there was like, I think there was like 30 or 40 birds out in the field the morning I got there. And just, I didn't, it was one of those hunts where it was, I was just sitting waiting like it was a deer. You know, yeah. I, the, all I could have done, all the calling in the world wouldn't have made a difference. So I killed him. Then we went back the next day. Brad and Corey came. And uh, actually, we had a bird uh, come. All, all the other birds pitched off and went the other way. And this one Tom had pitched down into the field, and we had decoys out. And he's just coming on a string and just gobbling his head off. And uh, <laughs> we don't know what it was. I, I think it was Corey. But <laughs> <laughs> I think Corey moved his gun a little bit, just like this, and the bird just caught it at the right time. And he just spun right back around. And I ended up had a swing and, and shoot him. And then, I don't know. Five minutes later, you you shot your bird. Yeah, five minutes later, called another one and he came running right into our lap, dusted him right there. It was it was kind of a silly haunt, honestly. It was, yeah, it was, it was fun, but it was silly. But like something that Corey said to me right afterwards, he was like, "You need those hunts sometimes." Yeah, right? those, sure. those are the ones that you get your season kicked off the right way, like the confidence booster hunt right Solid. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is it like yeah. last year? Like, do you like Massachusetts now, Brad? Because last year, no, that I was an enjoyable Massachusetts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I went on my hunt last year, and we killed the two birds. They're like, "Yeah, Brad didn't want to come because he hates hunting Massachusetts." <laughs> and then we killed two, and I'm like, "Brad, this is a lot of fun." Over here. I know what you're missing out on. Brad had a horrible experience in Mass. The first was it the first time we went or second Three year we ago, went? Yeah. The first time we went. It yeah. was our first out of state trip. We were like living on THP videos, yeah. and I was just fired up. I was going to go out of state. We were going to find these public land birds, and we were going to be THP ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we got out there, and there was nothing going on. Nothing. And that was when they initially found that farm. Same problematic gentleman was in the area yeah, and it made was... a very unenjoyable experience for me so i didn't want to go back yeah yeah i wasn't a fan of him either but yeah you know i still had a fun morning before we met him hey, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for feeding our birds yeah, yeah. yeah thank you sir yeah the old, the old corn bandit yeah the corn bandit yeah, yeah. so Don, let's hear some. Let's hear some of your stories. Oh, you're, wow. quiet, you're quiet over there. I'm, I'm not good at telling stories. Like <laughs> the man with the experience over there. How long? How long have you been hunting turkeys? Uh, it's been 35 years. Oh my gosh. How many? How many turkeys? I, just an estimate. How many turkeys do you think you've killed in 35 years? You won't even get a real answer. <laughs> a lot. Over 100. Oh my lord. Wow. Over 100. How many different states? I'd say there's been South Dakota, Nebraska. Uh, Virginia, New York. A lot in New York, yeah, Virginia. A lot in yeah, New York, Virginia. Virginia. So yeah. only four or five states. That's all. You've been going to Virginia for like thirty years, right? Uh, twenty-seven, twenty-eight years, yeah, something like that. How did wow. you? How did you get roped up into going down to Virginia every year? So a buddy of mine, uh, he's a vet here in our area. And he uh, can I take this thing off? You can. Your camera over there just like popped up with something that I'm in the way. I don't know if that does he need the mic on though? Oh, that should be good. Yeah, as long as he's talking. You're good. That's fine. You're good. Does he want to spot? Yeah, so he's a he's a friend of mine. He was from Virginia and moved up here. So when he was heading back in the spring to hunt turkeys down there, he invited me down to Virginia. So I hunted down there for the first several years with him. Andy was his name, Andy. And then uh, after that, just contacts, different contacts, meeting people down there. Yeah. And now we've hooked up with this group. Um, Rick, he, Tyler had talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, he got us into a cabin down there. We call it the Woodcutter's Lodge. And Woodcutter's Lodge is awesome. Love there's, that. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's got to be 20 guys that go there. 
and they come from New Hampshire, Vermont, New York, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. They all go down there. It's a great time. Yeah. So that's Appreciate how we got started hunting down there, and that's where we've been hunting ever since. Awesome. Out of woodcutters, but that's yeah, all there's, there's, forest. There's a, there's a lot of people in between there too that he didn't. Yeah. I mean, he could sit and talk for a while. I'm sure. Like one person leads to the next person leads to the next. Right. Leads networking. To the next person. Networking. Oh, just all networking. It's crazy how it how it just goes down the line, and then oh, you, yeah. you know, and you you still hunt with all these people, but yeah. Absolutely. There's a lot more contacts. Has the population changed over the years? Was there less turkeys when you first started? When I first started ago? hunting turkeys here in New York, there were no turkeys. My father, who had been obviously living here his whole life, had never even seen a turkey. And I told him I was going to turkey hunt. He's like, there's nothing here. And uh, I found a, I shot a Jake on my very first year hunting uh, right down here in Lysol. I'm going to cut right. him off. So the, we've come a long way with our turkey turkey poses. And I told I mentioned earlier how we spent a lot of time Just taking the, the pictures. photo you posted. Oh, okay. yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 Ready. <laughs> Face net still on along the house. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> that is vintage. That's vintage. While we're on that topic, keep tree bark. Keep that thought, but Brad and I did a, a retake of that same style picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is great. <laughs> You'd be surprised what becomes trendy these days. Yeah. You might bring yeah. it back. Is that this thing? Let's make yeah, it. Yeah, let's just, Corey, just take that. And Don can take that, and you can take the headset. Okay. Here, you just clip that right just on. Just clip it right on your, right on your shirt. Hi, Coley. Perfect. I'm back. That should, that should solve our noise problem. There, here. there we go. Perfect. Good. That's Thank better. God. Yeah. That's better. I'm with you, buddy. That was driving me nuts. I drove everyone listening to this nuts too. What the hell is this? Some earthquake going on there? Wow. got really quiet. It's so nice. All right. So then the. That was in 87, I started hunting turkeys. But by the early 90s, 91, then the turkey population went boom. There were turkeys everywhere. More turkeys, I think, then than there are now. What led to that, you think, Don? I'm not sure what led to the, the population increase, but you know, I, we did at least, everybody used to do a lot of trapping back then. Mm -hmm. So I think the lack of predation, I think, certainly helped. Mm -hmm. And now the fur market has dropped. Mm -hmm. Right, no right. No predation. There's more predation. I think the turkey numbers have dropped a little bit. There's areas of our, in certain areas that we hunt that have pretty good turkey populations. But you go to some other areas, there, there's not so many. Right. Sure. Compared think, to back then, would you say the habitat's similar here now? Or yeah, is it the habitat, I don't think, has changed mm -hmm. any from what it was before. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm always curious about that because I hear that, you know, a lot of things have changed, you know, from when there was that boom with the habitat and stuff. I'm, I'm curious if that applies to here in New York. Cause I know farming practices probably don't say. help anything like mm -hmm. taking hay earlier and earlier every year and with the nests and everything. So nesting and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, then there was a lot more hedgerows, a lot more areas to kind of get away from right. things, but right. I wasn't here for it. Wow, but yeah, that's, right. a, that's a really good point. I mean, yeah. you don't see a hedgerow last anymore. I mean, they're pulling hedgerows out like crazy to expand the, the field fields field, like yeah. that. But you got to figure back back in the day back then they weren't mowing hay until the first week of june i mean nobody mowed hay before memorial day that was unheard of sure and now you know two weeks before memorial day and everybody's got their first cutting all done already right and a good thing this Very year we'll be able to re-nest because they you know they lost right. them, but it actually might even help our tur turkey population when you start mowing them over you know memorial day or, or around there it hurts mm -hmm. A little too late yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And our weather's changed some too. I mean, it can be quick skirt. Yeah, dry is, is just as bad as wet. Right. Too sure. dry. So you have you have to have that water in the mornings to yeah. you know to get the eggs to hatch. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know. So and if that doesn't happen, right. You know, drought is 
be worse. You go to the western part of the state and there's hardly any birds out there. That's what we hear. And that's and they've had droughts like yeah. year after year after year. Yeah. And it's the eggs are fertilized. They're just they can't hatch because they're. Sure. they're and you would think soft. it's quite the opposite because the deer population is fantastic out in western. Right. Yeah. They shoot all kinds of big bucks out there, but yep. Yeah, turkeys are not the same. So would you say the early '90s were like the peak of turkey hunting? I think it was around here. That was that was, and there was far less turkey hunters. That was right. Less right. turkey hunters, yeah. and um, you know the turkey. It was just really getting going sure. back then. Will Primos was kind of like the man, and um, he was paving the way. He was yeah. paving the way. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, it was hardly anybody hunted turkeys. I remember going to seminars and people, oh, this is how you hunt turkeys, and yeah. you know, people were making their own calls. Wood box call. I made box calls and slate calls. And, oh, did you really? Yeah, tried to. I mean, we were, I was never good at it, but we, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the first gobble I ever called in was a, was a box call that I had made. First long beard I ever called in was that is something else. Yeah. You don't have it anymore. No, I sat on it. Oh, oh no, <laughs> I broke it. Yeah, yeah. And that technology has come so far. Huge for for turkey hunting. I mean, the guns and the decoys and the calls and the camel yep. patterns. And I mean, camel is what is what it is, but still. Back in the when I first started hunting turkeys, there was no interchangeable chokes. Mm. It was you had a full choke on your shotgun. I had a eleven hundred, and that was that was it. Right. And if you shot thirty yards, that was a poke. That was. Whew. Yeah, that's yeah. a long ways. Yeah, that's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah, and, and if you told anybody you shot one at 35, it's like, oh, man, you're shooting way too far. Yeah, that's right. shooting at 35 right. now. Like, oh, you had him right in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you talk about technology, like Onyx has just been huge, especially like me. I've never been out of Virginia before with these guys, but like being able to pull up all these ridges and mountains that we were going on in Virginia, it was like, I don't know how people hunted without it. How yeah. do you go to yeah. another state? We talk about it all the time. Right? I, have, I don't know how people, I mean, you can tell us before, but how do you, how'd you do it before? Just Word of mouth. Go map, yeah. you know, paper maps and hope for the best. I, I'll be God's, God's honest truth. I, if I looked at one of those maps, it would mean nothing to me. Yeah. Really? I have no idea. I would have no idea how to use that. Just go and hopefully you find your way back. Bring a couple of shells. Shoot your way out. Yeah. That's funny. What uh, I'm curious. What uh, what were like the camo patterns like? Like way back in the I day. I go to Army Depot and got the, the Army green camouflage. That's what I was. Everything that's cool now was cool then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like, like that camo he's got on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's thirty year old camo that's yeah. just become real tree. It's like the hype fashion. Bottom is coming back. I see real tree just came back out with advantage. They were yeah, like making the their new ones. Yeah, Brad was excited about that one. Original tree stand. No one wants to jump back on. Quincy, I've been four years. He wears deer hunting. He wears a turkey hunting. Everything. Tree stand. Green leaf squirrels and everything. Green leaf or die. Right now, that's right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's, that, that is. And I, and I remember uh, my dad told me stories about hunting back in the 90s for turkeys where, like you said, like 30 yards was a poke. He said, back then, I didn't know any better. He said, the amount of turkeys that I've let walk by me at 30, 25 yards, that seemed way too far back then. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, nowadays, it's just, I know, it's just, imagine. it's crazy. Yeah, it's just yeah. changed changed so much. And, and it was the foam hens back then. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and all that. Yeah, now you got the AVNX. Well, these guys don't know anything about decoys. They make fun yeah. of yeah. us. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. No, no. Right. no fair not. Decoys. I would say Last time you guys used a decoy? Never. 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 Never.
No, made made just, fun of me the first day I ever met DJ. He goes, "Oh, did you kill that bro?" I was, he's like, "Oh, you hunt?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I was like, "All right, cool. I'm probably gonna fit into this family, hopefully." And he's like, "Oh, did you kill that bird? Like, what you use?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah." Like, he said the decoy up here. He's like, "Ah, <laughs> yikes! This no. is not gonna be good." And I told him this. Yeah. No, we never use decoys. That's really, a, that's a, it's and it's so crazy the difference. Like they grew up like a whole hunting family, three brothers, a dad, never use a decoy. I have four brothers and a dad. I've never hunted until I met these guys without a decoy. Really? Wow. Never once. Yeah. See, we're pretty mixed yeah. on. I'd like say we're 50-50 on it, probably. If I'm, if I'm hunting farm country, I will usually have a decoy with me. Yeah. If yeah. I, especially if I'm in a field or something, I'll throw a decoy out there. Just, I, I, but, like, on that hunt that we have with Jay Flynn, that, the decoy killed us. The, right. the Jake decoy right. that we had. We, right. we stuck a hen in the Jake decoy out there. Yeah. I mean, we had four longbeards hammering. And we're like, oh, they're throwing Jake decoy out there and come beat it up. Well, we threw it out there, and they had a Jake with them. And the Jake came over the hill and started putting, and they all ran away. Yeah, really. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have came right to us. It I mean, would have been a 15-yard shot. Yeah. But, and they no just turned problem. around and yeah. wanted nothing to do with it. But like when we go up to the Adirondacks and stuff, we never. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're in the just, timber, we typically don't. Yeah. Decoys. If we're in the timber, we won't. We won't carry any decoys with us. And I, I try to fit in now. I try not to use them as much as I can, <laughs> just to get like. Yeah. Approval from my father-in-law. Like, oh, you know, you finally did it. You killed one of them. Doesn't feel like, good, father. Give me your blessing. It, I mean, I've killed probably four or five now. So the couple I've killed with you. Yeah. We killed one with decoys last year. It's got to feel better without it. I don't know. Doesn't it? I just like killing them in general, no matter how I do it. I just like but like it. that decoy is killing it for you. That's the, like that's where I go with yeah. it. The amount of times a decoy, have, like you said, have ruined a hunt for me mm -hmm. is I've had unbelievable. Them, I've honestly yeah. with the Jake decoy. I've had yeah. the Jake decoy ruin more hunts than I have. Yeah. Had him help me. I've killed the hand, hand decoy. Yeah. I've had good luck with. I've the, killed birds over decoys. It if, it, if it hurts you, yeah. what's that? The why bother carrying it? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I know that's why. <laughs> that's why I get hung up on it, you know. But the hen, the hens never, the hens never screwed me. Just the Jake decoy. Yeah, there you go. Because it is fun when you do set that thing out and you come, and they come in and start beating the shit out of that thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, that was cool. Well, cool. That was cool. This, the second time that I killed this year, when I punched my second tag, he came all the way in. He got right up on the back of my decoy. And he's trying to do his thing on top of her, and he's like readjusting himself, and he finally really starts wobbling. He picked his head up, and I just absolutely <laughs> blessed him. <laughs> blessed him. But all you can hear is just his feet scratching all over her back. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they don't know, but like it's not the same when you call a bird in to a decoy and you shoot him at like 45 yards. It's right. fun when you call them into like 12 yards when that's where your decoy is, and he comes right in. It's like a duck. Did you're you not, need to call? You're not huh? calling. Did you need to call? Well, you got calling. You're not right? calling them in. You're decoying them. In. There's right. a big difference. Well, there. I, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you guys didn't know what decoys. I mean, that's yeah. that's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. They always made fun of me in the beginning. Like, ah, oh, bird don't count. Yeah. <laughs> like Call the with decoy. What's that? Two, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. To each their own, but like that's just what gets us ticking. Yeah. yeah. So now I, I can't kill a bird now and send a picture without them like, all right, how many decoys you use this time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, believe it or not, we didn't use a single one this time. Yeah, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Eric, Eric, meanwhile, Eric has a waterfowl spread out. In the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so decoys. what was the tactic this year then? And like you know, we talked about how it's kind of a difficult year. You found birds in, in spots that aren't. Um, hashtag no decoys. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was you know get on, get on those maps and like in I mean around here not so much, um, but like in Vermont and stuff. Get on the maps, kind of yeah. figure out you know where these shelves are. Where where are you going to be able to set up um, ahead of time? Where do you think they're going? Where do you, right. like the one we killed two days ago? Um, he tagged out two days ago and. Uh, 
you know, what a, a, cute a little bird. A game, it was it was it was a nice bird. He just was light, but um, <laughs> it was fun, huh? It was awesome. I was watching him the whole time. He was one of those setups where I was calling, and he was he was kind of out in front. But the way that he did everything we thought he would. Did everything. So that's what I'm getting at. Like he, we just got in there, got where where we thought he would come to. There's two different sure. ways he thought he'd come, and uh, he chose B. So the way he, he was won. pointing. And I'm tucked back, and that's another thing that you, I mean, you guys know, you guys are turkey hunters, but yeah. like, you, with the caller, obviously doesn't want to see where the turkeys are, right? right? You mm -hmm. want them to come looking for you. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I was, I was set up in that situation, but the way he was pointing, he kind of started this way, and the turkey flew off, and he kind of turned this way. And next thing, you know, over the course of the next 15 minutes, he ends up all the way back this way, oh, coming oh, yeah. plan B. Yeah. So I'm just watching him the whole time, because there's a little rise in front of me, and I'm just tucked back there, and I have no gun. And uh, it was fun just to watch Humble the whole, break, no the gun, just down. the whole thing, <laughs> yeah, just the whole thing. And you know, he's scooting around the tree. And then when I start, you know, I, the last gobble that the turkey had made, you know, when you, you can, you could almost feel that like pounding in your chest. Yeah, yeah. 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 get you going, yeah. don't yeah. And, um, he's on top of us. So right yeah, so yeah. I, so I, I, you know, I felt that, and uh, I said, oh, he's there. And then I see him doing one of these things, you know, oh, yeah. one of these. And like I said, I'm looking at him. He's kind of, he's not shooting at me, but he's shooting. Kitty corner. I'm looking at his face, you know, and he's up and down, up and down, and then he put his head down for like more than five seconds. Yeah, exactly. I said, oh, yeah. anytime I look down the beat for more than five seconds, <laughs> it's all right. It's time. Too far, like, I'm shooting. Like, I <laughs> if I look too shoot. shoot. <laughs> if, I, if I look for too long, it's good. Shoot shoot part, part two. <laughs> it's going down the pipe. So then, boom, and uh, it was fun. It was awesome. Um, so, but to go back to your thing, like, yeah, just go. Just have a plan, and that's kind of the, the scheme we like. I mean, we've already anybody that wants to hunt with a decoy, hunt with a decoy. Like, mm -hmm. that's fine. That's but, fine. Except but, me, I'm not allowed but, to. Like, no, you're not. But we very, <laughs> we, very, we very easily could have just, like, our A plan would have been put a decoy in the field. Yeah. We should, we should end up shooting him in the field. Yeah. We, we shot him in the field. But we, well, we, well, we, the way we played it, we wanted to keep him. It's well, close to the work edge. to train and like yeah. figure it out on your own to make the turkey come right. to you. Oh, yeah. It's well, the idea. That's, it's not, that's the way we've been working. It's all it is. Yeah. Well, so yeah. it's right. Right. so the, the, the A plan would have been just to put whatever scheme you wanted to put out there for a decoy right. set, and hopefully yeah. it comes and kicks this not out of the decoy. The yeah. other thing but, is, are you guys? Do you guys usually hunt with two people a caller? Always. 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 So they that's always that, do. that's always. the other thing though. Yeah. The decoys, like you guys aren't calling. But not always. I mean, no, I, I, right. my, my my second one this year, I called in by myself, but it was right. it was using. I've called a lot of turkeys by myself. Yeah. Using the terrain. Yeah. But we I, we like to always. It's fun. It's fun yeah. to hunt with two people and, right. and, and and play that game with somebody. Yeah, that's else. our favorite thing yeah. about turkey hunting is we usually. I mean, when we go out because we do all the we have all yeah. the cameras and all that stuff. I mean, we're usually hunting with three people. I mean, at least two. Cameraman yeah. normally the caller. Yeah, and, I, and it's Depends. funny. I was thinking when you were saying how you're watching him like go through his progressions yeah. of like trying to shoot the bird. Brad had said when I shot my bird up in the Adirondack, she's like nobody knows where they need to be more than the shooter does, no yeah. matter what. Like right. it doesn't matter because Brad and I were on opposite sides of the tree, and I told him the bird had gobbled, and I'm like we need to switch now, and he was kind of like. I, it didn't mean anything to me. I mean, the turkey gobbled out in front of us. I was perfectly comfortable on his right side. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, we need to switch right now. And thank God we did because the bird ended up coming into the right, and I wouldn't be able to shoot him if Brad and I hadn't switched. So it was just funny you said that because it brought up what yeah. you would say. Same thing. I mean, we've filmed hunts where I can't really see where the bird is, but I can just tell by, again, the progressions on the gun 
looking. He's looking over the gun. He's looking down the gun. He's looking over the gun. And then you can you can almost see them like settle in and relax. Oh, yeah. and no, you know it's about to come. And you can you can tell that moment that he sees him. Yeah. Right. Like, that was he sees him. That he was like you him. last year on the, our last hunt of the year. Yeah. We fully anticipated this bird coming in front of us. We worked him for 35, 40 there, minutes. There's no reason for him not to walk up that logging right. Right. And he yeah. came through the thickest things, and all of a sudden I just see Corey just take this ridiculous left hand turn. <laughs> this bird popped up at like 10 yards mm. out of this thick stuff, picked his head up, and boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you make not. a decision, you swing, you shoot. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was the end of the hunt, regardless if you were going to kill him or he was going to run away, and that was. Right. Yeah. All right, time for me to ask you guys a question. All right, are you guys lap sitters, okay, and let them come behind and then. Pick up and shoot. You're always are you up. always? Are you always? Always up. Go I on. am always 100 percent of the time up on my knee, ready to shoot. Always. There's, some, there's someone blind at this table that's not. You guys no, rocking blinds? No blind. No, no blind. No blind. No blind. No blind. No. No. If you use a blind, you got on your knee. We got problems. So right. I I can I cannot, and it and it drives me nuts hunting with other people when I see them with their gun like this. Then you'll never hunt with DJ. I get it up on your knee. Never put my gun up until he's in range. Why? Honestly, it smokes my shoulder. I'm the same way. Yeah. No, I'm the same way, Don. He never does. That was my first indication he thought he was coming. Oh, me? He first gobble at 427. The safety's off. I the gobble, I'm like, I'm ready. Quinn's off 100 all the time. I wouldn't say I'm a lap sitter, but it's on my knee, but my knee's down. You're comfortable. It's not up. I'm not shouldered. Yeah. I can't. Well, I just. If I know, I'm sorry. If I know he's coming and he's yeah. coming. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm right. getting it up. Yep. But, like, early in the morning, he's on the roost. Like, you know, yeah, there's other turkeys could see me. I'm not trying to struggle. By the time he drops on a tree by his daylight, and they're all seeing you. So you got to have that gun up. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we, so we, trained? we told the story last time when the one that pitched out that I thought <laughs> was a hen. I thought you dusted a hen. Well, my thing is, is, like, I'm just so much more comfortable. Like, I am not comfortable just shooting offhand without it rested on my knee. Like, I, I'm just not that great of a shot doing it, so I have to have it planted on my knee. Actually, I missed a bird the other day, and I shot without it on my knee, and I missed him. That's the first bird I well, missed in and Bailey, two years. Bailey is very intense when when turkey hunting. Like, he's oh. very, very serious about it, where I bet if you hunt with DJ, he's done this so many times. It's, he's just very relaxed, very confident in the way he's going to shoot this turkey. He'll pull the gun up when he's ready, flick the safety off, and it'll be over with. Like, when there's a bird committed, I mean, I'm Bailey is just laser-focused on that gun, waiting for that turkey to come in. And, and it works for you. And that's you know awesome. what I mean? We've mm -hmm. done podcasts before. We've said hunt to your strength. That's, it's, that's just It's so funny hunting with Brad, because Brad's kind of like the older buck of the group, you know. And <laughs> he'll, he'll be hunting in Kentucky, and there's these birds hammering. I mean, we had chased this one bird up and down these hollers, like, Crazy, Holler. And, Holler. And these, these birds are gobbling, and Brad and I are sitting against this tree, and I can't sit. I I I won't sit more than ten minutes. I'll I'll just keep moving. I'll tree 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 <laughs> until I kill this thing. Whose birds are gobbling? And I'm looking at Brad. And I'm like, Brad, they're gobbling pretty good. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, five minutes goes by. Brad, they're gobbling really good. He's like. Yeah, yeah, they are. Finally, I say it to him again. He goes, "All right, bud, do you want to go chase him?" So, is Brad the like, most patient one of your group? I don't know. Adam will sit for a turkey too, but he oh, but he'll, he'll also rock the wing bone. So no, oh, no, no, no. When he you pulled that wing bone out in Massachusetts, oh, that was no. Fantastic. He lost. He lost the wing bone. Oh, oh it's 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 yeah. yeah, thank and, God. Uh, Got it. Uh, that's his soul. Down in Devil's Creek, <laughs> if you're looking for it. I, uh, <laughs> when I was when I was growing up 
hunting turkeys, and I became of age where I could hunt, which I think at the time was 14. You could hunt small game right. in New York. My dad worked shift work, and he was a big turkey hunter, but my dad worked shift work, so it just a lot of the times it seemed that I was by myself and dad was going to be at work. So I screwed on screwed up on more times than I can shake a stick at when I was a kid, and I eventually learned that I just needed to Patience. relax and be patient. Right. Yeah. And I just started knocking them dead after that. So now... I can listen to a per I can listen to a Thomas just hammering and it doesn't affect me because yeah. I know I can make my move on him at any point. Do we, in time. Do we, do we, I think I mentioned this to Dad like earlier season. I'm way more patient when I'm by myself or if yeah. I'm with mm-hmm. these guys. Oh, dude, like, I feel the pressure when I have like if I, if, if the guys come up from Virginia, I feel like ah oh, man, maybe we yeah, maybe have to yeah, yeah. we got we got to try yep. to make this happen and yeah. get a little pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Cameron the other day, we're sitting in the pouring rain. And I told him, like, we're going to sit here because I know this was that preseason scouting thing. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know there's, there's going to be some that, are, that we're going to get here. And uh, sure enough, finally one broke down and came yeah. through. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, but if, if I was with somebody else that even you guys, like, I've never hunted with you guys before, like, I'd, be, I'd feel like a fool sitting there in the pouring rain, you yeah. know. But, but, you know what I mean? Yeah, so every, I'm, everyone I'm, has their, everyone has their style. I like, to, I like to be patient. But. I, I say all the time, it's like, it's how you want to kill a turkey. For me, at least, like yeah. I, I will leave birds. Like if I know they're there and they're not gobbling, see you later. I won't, I won't hunt them because I want that bird that's going to gobble in my face the entire time, and I will keep going. And I'll go days, I'll, yeah. I'll go days without finding them. Right. And then when I find them, it happens. I'm like, that's what, that's what I was searching for this whole time. Yeah. So I like yeah. the ones that are there that aren't talking. You mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, because then you can take a nap for two hours and eventually they're gobble. <laughs> and when they do gobble, they're ready. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. You do it to, to get warmed it's, up. It's funny you mention that about hunting with your dad. And I don't feel pressure when hunting with anyone like my brothers, brother-in-law, anything like that. But hunting with my dad, I feel the most pressure. Um, I'd rather stand right next to his brand new pickup truck, throw a baseball as hard as I can into the door and dent it, than I would to hunt with him and miss a turkey. I feel like I upset him so much. Like yeah. we just, it's, it's we a call truly this terrible in. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd rather miss. That's for number miss, three on the yeah. season. <laughs> it's a terrible feeling. I'd rather miss six on my own all year than miss one in front of my father. It's like it's just the worst feeling in the world. Eric's getting some spankings when he goes home. Oh, it's awful. I mean, he just looks at me like, "Are you kidding me?" Like. Like, what yeah. was that? I think when you're younger, or for me anyways, you know, if I didn't have turkeys coming into me, like, right at, you know, like, right at daylight, I had to run back to the truck, and I'm, and I'm just driving roads, and I'm going to go find a bird out in a field somewhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. you find a bird out in a field, and I would just go park the truck and get run down the hedgerow, and next thing you know, you screw it all up. I mean, then it got to the point where I'd kill turkeys that I would just sit there in the truck for 45 minutes, an hour, and watch him work across the field with a hen, and right. I was sure he was committed to that one, area. you know, that one area or that, yep. that one tractor barway. And then I'll just get my stuff on, and I'll ease down into the yep. woods, and he, I'll get to the edge, and I can see he's still coming with her, and then it lights out. Yeah. So yeah. just, you know, everybody's yeah. hunting evolves over time. Yeah. And that's Ages why. like 12 to 15, I thought if I didn't kill a bird off the roost, I'm not going to kill a bird that day. Sure. And, and you, pressure, learned, you put a lot of pressure yeah. on yourself to succeed. You know? And then I learned about nooners, and I absolutely love a oh, bird yeah. that I kill between 11 and 12. Oh, yeah, I, mean, like, I worked all day to kill this bird, and it's yeah. just like, it feels so much better when you do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, was just, I had something on the top of my head. You, you reminded me of something, but for right now, I guess we'll go back to you. What are you laughing No, I'm just laughing. It's funny. Tyler laughed at me because, like, oh, yeah, you killed that Bird at eleven thirty, but you had a decoy out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say a word. You were thinking it. I didn't say a word. I know what I was going to say, and I'll be curious what you guys think. Do you guys like killing birds in fields more, or do you like killing them in timber more? 
I think I, 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 I would prefer to hunt. I think we would all be the same. We would prefer to hunt a woods turkey. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but we, but we, we will not discriminate. Yeah. We will, I, yeah. I'll agree if we see the yeah. one in the field, we we will try to devise a plan. Yeah. We knew the one that he killed two days ago. Was but gonna, every field turkey is assisted by a bunch of woods. Like so, it's all right. right. Yeah, you're not wrong yeah. there. But like, like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine hunting, 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 depending what state right. you're in. Saratoga yeah. County, where you hunt, it's a lot of flag round fields. Yeah. That would be really challenging. Sure. Yeah, I, I, do, I don't like yeah. drive down the road and see a turkey in, in the field and try to go hunt him. I do not like hunting that way. Yeah, I'll, I'll look at it. Yep, he's a nice turkey and just go somewhere else. And sure. I'm sure. I, will, I will devise a plan <laughs> yeah. to try to kill That's that what turkey. I live on. Is <laughs> 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 that right? There. I know they're on that property. But, but around here, you get a lot. Obviously, the terrain. You 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 can still hunt a field like like the woods in a way. Mm-hmm. Like the second one, the one I tagged out in New York this year was. I told him, I said, I know if one comes to this pasture, I know, I know he's going to come to this knob. But in Saratoga County, you might not have as many of those knobs, you know. Right. Um, right. And he came right up, and it was thirty yard shot, and it was, it worked out perfect. But um, so to answer your question, woods turkeys is a hundred percent preferred, mm-hmm. I think, by me and by Absolutely. everybody. I agree. Um, but if there's one in the field. The woods just fit like my style of hunting so much better, like that goblin, like especially up in the Adirondacks, because you're not going to, you're usually not, unless you see them on the road, which we do, we do see them on the road. You're not going to like see them and right, go right. try to kill you're them, them or like even strike in Kentucky them. or other places like that. And it just fits my, per, my personal style of hunting so much better. I love, love hunting the timber. Yeah. yeah I'd be, I, you guys should go up the Adirondacks. I would love to. That's one a dream of mine to hunt a, a you know, Adirondack turkey. It's right in right backyard too. Yeah, we had, talk, we had talked about going up this weekend, but somebody <laughs> tagged out the other day. Yeah, that happened. Loser. You guys tag along with us whenever you want. We got, I mean, now we've got, what, three years sunk into it, turkey hunting pretty consistently up there. We, yeah. It's we just a matter of few... finding the pockets. It's not really like deer hunting. you got to just find where the pockets are. It is. There, there is a lot of turkeys in the Adirondacks. Do you find the turkeys up there? Do you get any real big ones? I mean, in the fact that there's not yep. too many hunters up there. Well, Body-wise, no. If he doesn't see the spurs, be like, ah, I ain't going to shoot. I can see how big the spurs are. That's real interesting you say that because I was hunting with a guy in Vermont, and uh, he, the guy from Cartel Custom Calls, and he was like, I, he goes, I strictly shoot birds off their spurs. And I'm like, I never really thought of that. I was like, <laughs> if I see a nice beard on a bird, I'll probably go kill it. But he was like, he's, this guy's so serious that he'll have a spotting scope. In his in his car with them, yeah. and we'll look at their spurs. And if they don't have the right spurs, he won't do it. He, like he it. puts trail cameras out, and he'll put them down low. So when they walk by on the logging road or something, that's he sees awesome. the spurs. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that, and yeah, that's interesting send, because send I that one down to Don. If he, that'll answer his question. <laughs> oh, is that an old double beard? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is a different kind of bird, though. This is not the normal. Oh, I'm shooting every day of the week. Oh man. Yeah, so there's a place we deer hunt up in the Adirondacks, and we've seen turkeys up there. So we were thinking about. Out. Yeah, I'm gonna let him go. See what he looks like. Yeah, next year. give him a year. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys, you guys would enjoy it because, like, like Brad said, when you find the pockets of birds, I up think there, it matches our Virginia style too. I was gonna say it fits you guys. Big really big was in Virginia, so yeah. The well, well, West Coast songs, like, like, get on there and call and call and call and run. You know the West Coast songs are concentrated around the roads. They're all concentrated around the roads. Some sort of. Uh, habitat diversity. Uh, not a lot of birds that we're finding are super deep in. Why is that? I think it's a lack of um, uh, disturbance. You know, like edge. along the road and stuff, they're finding the edge habitat. They're finding the disturbance in yards and fields. I mean, there are a decent amount of fields in the developed areas of the Adirondacks. I think, oh, I think, I think that's where they find the edge, go. honestly. 
Is places that rocks? are logged, yeah. I mean, you're going to find the bird much, much deeper than you would anywhere else, but those places are so few and far between up there, too, and those are mostly in the southern Adirondacks and some of the northern parts as well. Well, and if you guys think of it like, because you guys hunt Virginia a lot, you yep. go on public land in Virginia or, mm-hmm. like, Kentucky where we were, and there's access roads cut. As far as you can imagine into those woods, that's creating edge habitat for those birds. And there's a lot more food in in those places. We went for three days, and I feel like we killed ours way back in. Like A person from the road would not have heard that bird Don't get me wrong. I don't think we have enough experience yet up there to say there's not turkeys way back in. Because I I still think there is, but I I would probably say they're far and few. The difference being there's there's hardly any. (laughs) (laughs) I heard him. (laughs) There's hardly any mass crop. I mean, other than the southern Adirondacks and and then dotted throughout, there's really no mass-producing trees up there. The beach will produce every now and again, but that's few and far between as well. We kill a pile of turkeys in Virginia right at the top of the mountains. I mean, miles away from anything. And I mean, fucking steep. Yeah, it's just a trail down the top. You can look off both sides. You would think nothing would be up there. And, and yeah, the only place that we found turkeys, and it was like four miles back, probably. It was, it was, it was up at our camp. The, the disturbance from the log logging cuts. They, yeah. they love the logging cuts. They, at least for the first like four to five years before they really grow up thick and stuff. They use the headers a lot. They use the, the edge of the... Um, the clear cuts that they make but outside of that we don't find them very deep and not to say that they're not in there because maybe they are but it's just primarily they're they're near the roads mm-hmm. good a little blip uh, might drop power did you fill that thing for sure he told me he did i filled it did you fill it all the way you go or did you brunswick or? fill it <laughs> oh, everything brought the decoys. Can't <laughs> Flatlander. Flatlander hunter. Flatlander. We, we could pause till Eric comes back. Nah, he can pound salt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was going to wait for him because I, I was going to. Uh, if you want a pee break or something, we can. No, no, I was just going to pass the mic. Well, what funny stories do you have from this year? <laughs> well, we could do that, and then we're going to go, to, and then we're going to pass the mic to Adam and tell us some stories. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> trying to think. I mean, we're just in turkey season, but if you go back, there's like three other seasons that we haven't covered. That's true. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Turkey season. Hey, funny story. I mean, I don't know. I mean, lots of stories. I called in my first turkey this year for someone. Did you Did really? It? Yeah. Mouth co- with a mouth call? Or? No, man, ripping the slate. Yeah. Yeah, slate dude. kills me. They, they they sound, yeah. Slates always sound great. That's Corey. He has a yeah, hold on. Hard. Hold on. <laughs> but did, when the hunt was all done, weren't you standing up? <laughs> We both were. <laughs> and he's hiding He's hiding behind a tree that's this big. Oh, did you ever see the, there's a, there's a picture of Shaquille O'Neal, like, hiding behind a, like, a, a pole? <laughs> <laughs> that's what quite looked like. Yeah. And he's, like, peeking around it. Anyway, let's go ahead, tell the story. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn, Quinn Brad, just requested, Brad told me that he wanted to kill the guy from Virginia that I hunt with, Brad. Yeah. He wanted to kill a turkey that, like... Came in hot, no like seeing him in a field and going and trying to cut him off and call him up and that thing like just go in find one that's like right off the ribs. You don't no no, no just and this just is nooner. This is a this is a oh, okay. Love me in nooner. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clocker. Yeah. And he's like, I just want to f- have one come in hot and like want me bad. Yep. And that's it. no for real. Like <laughs> just come in and just looking for it. The whole <laughs> it's a thumper so, stream. <laughs> So I said, okay, so we went, I gave him three choices, and I don't care, what do you want to do? 
well, I don't care either. He's like, All right, let's go get a breakfast sandwich. I'm like, All right. So we went and got breakfast sandwiches, and then we ended up up there in the Longwoods, and it's the opposite of the Little Woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nearby, we, nearby, but yeah, nearby, nearby. Long, little, same thing. And then when we we got up there, we walked across the field, and it's like 100 yards, and we stepped in the woods. He's like, All right, now what? I'm like, I don't know. Hunt, hunt the turkeys. <laughs> so, and I had tagged us, so we just, I just sat down. Humble brag. As soon as I entered the woods, and he's like, all right, I'm going to walk down here a little bit. I'm like, all right. So he goes down there and starts calling, and it's silent, and I'm just hanging out. Because I'm not a caller. I just stay shut up and don't. Normally I'm in front, and then they. Yeah. At this point, he's the guide, right? He's, he's telling you, he has no gun. I'll bring you spots. to the places that we, <laughs> right. that we can hunt. He's a guide who doesn't call. Right. Right. Yeah. And then you, you yeah, hunt, I get the conch shell, and that's the, about it. <laughs> you hunt, and I'll follow you through the woods. So he, we're texting back and forth. I said, if you hear one, let me know, because I may not hear it. <laughs> so, excuse me, I'm sorry. So he. My stories are always long and dragged out. He ends up texting me, and I, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, we rocked cell phones. Oh, yeah, so, so. so he texted me and said, I think I heard one. I said, I didn't. <laughs> and, and then he, he said, um, Well, let's get up and move, because he's Bailey at heart and wants mm-hmm. to just heard one, so let's chase it. Uh-huh. So. I, before I could reply, he, I, th- I turned around, I don't, I couldn't see him, so I'm like, where did he go? So I texted him back and said, okay, well, where are you? All right, sounds good. So I got up and went to where I thought he was, and he's gone. I can't find him. And at that point, I hear the turkey goblin, but I can't hear him calling. So I don't know where he is, so I'm just standing there in the middle of the woods. <laughs> I have no clue where he is. I've walked like 200 yards down through the woods. I'm lost. I have no clue where he is. He has no clue where I am. And I have no clue where the turkey is, really, other than it's just gobbling over there. And he texts me and says, um, get out beyond me and, and, and call so I'm between you and the bird. <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> I said, okay, I lost you. Where are you? No reply. I said, all right, whatever. So I took this, like, 80 grit, so it's hardcore sandpaper. I guess all I had in my bag, and I took that and ripped it on the call because I hadn't used it all year, and raked it all up and started calling. It sounded decent, and he, the turkey started gobbling, like, hard. And he had shut up for Brad. He wasn't gobbling to him anymore, so... So he came coming, 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 coming. I'm like, man, I hope Brad's between. (laughs) (laughs) He goes down a little further. So um, I'm like, man, I maybe I'll maybe I should just move more down that way. I guess I I don't really know what else to do. He hasn't shot yet, and the turkey's like pretty close. So I, I stepped out from behind that tree and started going to where I was planning on headed. And I took one step behind, like... <laughs> <laughs> this sapling. And I stepped out in bet- behind this, and there he is. Like, 30, 40 yards, just walking right across him, coming to just hammer right into me. And, then, and before I could see him, he, you know, potted and got all fired up and ran away as if I scared him or something. So he's 
going down through the woods. I'm like, oh, God, I just screwed this whole thing up. Because I had to move. I had to move because I thought, where's Brad? Brad's not 12 yards from me. You know, the turkey's only 40 yards. Well, um, so once I, give me a second. That happened. I want to be precise. So, so once it takes off and goes down through there, it's been like 30, it felt like 10 minutes, but probably like 30 seconds a minute. And I can see him going away, going away, going away. And then as right as he goes out of sight, I'm like, I just do this god awful, like, just like cutting and just all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> and he's headed right back for oh, me. Come on. And then you're still standing behind the sapling, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm behind a tree like this. He's my got, eyes can see through both. He's got what is known as a great hide. <laughs> and then I can see him coming right back to me. So he had to leave and come back. So what happened was he came to me. He was like far out. He came to me. Brad was off to my left, and he had come out and around to me. And then when I scared him, he was headed right for Brad. He got to like 30 yards from Brad. Brad was about to shoot him. Like just had to make it past one more tree. And I started calling, and he turned. (laughs) So he ended up shooting him like 20 yards further than what he would have. If I, oh my god, yeah, oh so, my lord! I mean, I guess not really a funny story, but I mean, he was hot. He just, yeah. Brad was trying to call it to himself, and that's where the two men. Uh, yeah. Comes oh, in, Brad got what he wanted. Somebody's got to yeah. send you with a camera. Somebody's got to send you with a camera. But Brad's Brad's a big move around guy when yeah. it comes to calling and stuff. He's like breaking leaves, rolling around. Two man hot. Yeah, he's like breaking trees and I <laughs> no that's deer hunting buddy yeah. he'll oh, be man. he'll be over here and then he'll be back behind me I I lose him but <laughs> clearly he just keeps the it's, it helps if you have the if you know where the guy that's sitting with the gun is yeah that's also why those two make a pretty good team because Quinn's like just tell me what you want me to do kind of turkey hunter right but, and he's you've killed a lot on your own too, with like Colin. Sure. But like, um, but yeah, you got somebody that's gonna do you know go incognito behind right. you and do his thing, and he knows you're just gonna sit there and. I was I was gonna ask to I was gonna ask you, Quint, what uh, what kind of tree are you looking for when you go in there in the morning? Like, what kind of oh, tree geez, are you sitting up <laughs> 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 something, something real comfy, but with Brad, I don't worry about it so much because he's, you know, we'll say. You get in daylight at five. He's like a seven o'clock sitter, and it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. These guys, they'll sit till ten o'clock. So I, I'm looking for a comfier tree with hunting with these two than I am with Brad. Brad, yeah. Brad will be like, "Ah, oh, you want to? Let's move down a little bit. Or let's do something." <laughs> yeah, yup, let's go. <laughs> so him, I don't worry about a comfy tree quite as much. Um, but yeah, nice big, you know, fat oak. Yep. Um, something I can stop nice step up into. Something that Clark can take a nap in if he needs it. I carry a couple bottles of water with yeah. me. Yep. So, but I, I, you know, they're just the crunchy Hannaford bottles, and I like to put them in my, my back, but I don't want to sit on them, so I got to slide them suckers out and find a spot to store them. And those oaks got nice, like, <laughs> they have crevices. They have these cup holders oh, yeah. you can yeah. slide all your goodies yeah, for into. Sure. But, Clinton's, Clinton puts some thinking that no one else does in the turkey. Oh, yeah, like Big tree. Big trees for sure. Something into everything on. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to pass the mic to Adam a little while ago. Oh, Adam. 
We all we all have to hear about. At least, give us at least two two of the misses. Just go on and tell them how many misses that that you've had. Hold on. I had a year I missed six turkeys. Oh, oh. He, he beat you. Season ain't over. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, just, I don't want you to feel discouraged. You, you'll come back from this. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So he, Bailey says he wants to hear two stories. Yeah, give two of the best okay. out of the five. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll join. I'll join you. <laughs> so it's been a long season. Um, Obviously, that miss in Kentucky didn't, you know, that wasn't the way I wanted to really start things off. That, that, that's just turkey hunting. That, that happens. Misses like that happen every year. Um, I missed one opening day. Oh, that was kind of a letdown. <laughs> you roosted him and everything. Had him roosted and yeah. everything. Big old bird. Um, that one, the story isn't too great on. By yourself? Here, I'll, I'll start. No, it was a whole flock. No, by yourself, fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How far was he? <sighs> Further than I thought. 75. <laughs> Pushing. 75? Yeah, about 50. That's doable, that but it's a soaked. tough shot. <laughs> That's pretty soaked. And I thought he was like, ah, he's pushing. He's about 50, probably. Yeah, he won 50. <laughs> um... You did a 90 there. You did a 89 yards is my furthest shot. Of that's a field turkey, though. That's a woods turkey. That was a little woods turkey. This is unbelievable. This is a field turkey in a field I haven't sat none too much. Um, I can I can start the story on one of them. You guys, I think, will appreciate this. I know these guys will. Adam might not appreciate it. Oh, Jesus. But, uh, you know. So, Adam and I got into a little... A little tiff a couple weeks so, ago. So hold on, before you go any further, I just want to note that every single spring we look forward to the knockdown dragout that Bailey and Adam are going to have because it's going to happen one time every spring. <laughs> because we are, they're they're gonna are knuckle- exact opposites. They bicker, they bicker each other? Oh, yeah. No way. I don't oh, believe it. Yeah. I don't they're, believe it. They're going to knuckle each well, other I mean, up Adam, one time every spring. Adam and I were just about in a fist fight last year in Virginia yep. in the woods one morning. <laughs> we were pretty mad at each other. We were so, so different. Yeah. <laughs> We we hunt totally different. Really? Yeah. All right, hold on, hold on. Because he, tell, he, tell, he, tell he us just, a story, but I want to know the difference real quick. Okay. What, uh, Which one? Like styles. Like why so, is he different from? Just because you're you're well, a running gunner and you're more patient. I'm not, it's not that I'm not a running gunner, but if I find a bird I want to wait on, you're staying. I'll on. sit till noon. If it's legal, I'll sit till dark. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not legal, I'll sit till the next morning. <laughs> right? Like, I'll sit until that sucker comes in. That's not he. He wants to play, yeah, and it drives me up a freaking wall. <laughs> yep. Really yeah, Bailey. Like, I understand. He's he's four or five hundred yards away, but I like where I'm. And, at. But he's hammering when every time I call to him, he knows I'm here. Eventually, he's gonna lose that hen. And there's he a, might just a, come there's up. There's a guy here. in Virginia that's kind of like that, Marty. Um, I don't know if you hear this, but and, he's, he's he's he always says like. If it's meant to be, it'll it'll, I'll, it'll happen. I'll, right? I'll, I'll so. stay here and heat check him every now and then, and <laughs> you know we'll we'll just, we'll check his temperature here in an hour. <laughs> nope, nope, we gotta drive thirty miles north of here. We gotta find a new one. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? And it's not that he's not successful. It's not outside of this year. It's not that I'm not successful, but it's just two, again, two very different successful styles of hunting. Which that played into the Virginia fight. That played into Virginia. Virginia was last year. Yeah, so well, this year, (laughs) 
This year I broke up with him this year. I took Lance out. <laughs> <laughs> this year, we're on. I texted him like four or whatever. You can come film me. He says, yeah. So we're up there hunting, and <laughs> he pulls a quick one on me. Because <laughs> well, he left a, a, a freaking bird that you had a 150 yards away. So we leave these birds, and he's like, oh, how about we go up to here? Where's camp? I'm not, I won't say the area, but where's campus? So I'm like... I'm like, all right, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know there's birds up there. Let's go up there. I'll go kill one up there. So we get up there, and this absolute slob crosses the road in front of us. And I'm like, I, I have this all on camera, too. I'm recording. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, let's go. Like, you hear me in the camera, and Adam's like, yeah, we'll see you in five minutes. I'm like, yeah, we'll see you down the end of my gun barrel. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. My gun barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I this, this this Tom is breeding a hen on the side of the road. <laughs> I go, I go, what? He goes, yeah, my gun barrel. I go, are you f- kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? So, anyways, that all happens. I am absolutely livid at this point because I think I'm supposed to be shooting this turkey. So, I'm we were, like, to be fair, we were up at like two thirty that morning. <laughs> yeah, it was like pushing, fair. pushing ten at this point. So then we we go in and you you could take the story from there, Adam. All right, thanks for setting that all up. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who's yeah, gun yeah, 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 This is this year. This is a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we get up there and. It was about the time the black flies started breaking. And, uh, yep, they were left in Bailey I, I feel like that's ground. a chapter in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, chapter uh, four. Black flies start breaking. Yeah. So, uh, we get on one side of the road from him because, like I just said, he's, he's, bre- he's literally breeding a hen on the side of the road, like in the ditch. So, we park the truck and we get on, set up on one side of him, and he's hammering. I'm like, oh, yeah. Once this, once he gets done with this hen, it, it's over. And uh, we decided after a while, he kind of seemed like he wanted to stick to the other side of the road. So we crossed the road, made a big loop, got him above him, comes right down the pipe. <laughs> and uh, he ends up hooking a little bit. There's a little, there's a, there's, I say little, it's a pretty good sized mountain that start the base of it is right there so right on a little flat spot before it shoots up and that bird ends up working right along the edge of that mountainside and ends up being not ideal because it's kind of a hard swing for me because it's pushing pretty far left Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah yeah. long story short yes I missed. <laughs> so, so I don't believe it. So the, not the only did I miss, but I also took Bailey's opportunity to shoot a turkey in the Adirondacks. <laughs> so, so the best part is, I'm already, I am already fuming at this point. I'm like, this is this guy. You don't bring patience, do you? This guy. <laughs> and then it's, it's, it's it. a, he's, he's the millennial. He's all about immediate, you know, you got, I got to have gratification right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he misses it, and I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, he looks at me afterwards. He goes, what, what do you think? You want to go somewhere else? I said, absolutely not. Bring me home. <laughs> he didn't say a word the entire car ride home. <laughs> no. no. So that, that's a missed story from Adam. Poor brother Adam. Yeah, and then uh, uh, we got talking about it earlier. Missing one with your old man. <laughs> oh. You missed one with John? No, 
Oh, no, with your my dad. Father. Right. That's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's funny. I guess I'll tie two of them together here. So, the day prior, I'm over at this one spot. Midday bird, fired up, bring him right in. And I'm shooting a, a, a new auto, auto loader I just picked up. And, I wonder uh, why you picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> They're, uh, it's known for having a weak spring, I guess, which I didn't know at the time. So I, you know, pop a shell in, charge it, good to go. And uh, get down there, start calling. Bird comes up, 30 yards, click. I'm like, oh no. I check. Yep, there's a shell in there. So I just. This bird's standing like 30 yards, and he's looking down into this little divot, looking for a hen. I'm not using decoys. You're Thank welcome. You. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you coward. And I'm trying to figure out what, what the hell I'm going to do. So I end up deciding I'm just going to get on him the best I can and just re-rack it and take, take whatever shot I get. Well, I miss. Okay. Bird flies off. Whatever. So it's just cover four in here. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, it might have been what three at the time, probably. Probably. So I tell dad, I tell my dad, and there was a couple birds yobbling down there that that day, and I'm like, hold on. Even even telling him that it miss hurts, doesn't it? Even if it's not so bad. I hurt for you. (laughs) It hurts so bad. So tell the old man, hey, found a found a good group of birds. Bad news. Bad news. I miss. I miss Good one. news. There's other ones. <laughs> we so, can try again tomorrow. So, so we hunt together that morning. They stay hend up across the road early. He's like, all right, I'm going to go home and do yard work and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep hunting. We'll end up going back. And they're right there. So I call him like, hey, drag your ass. We got birds. So he comes over and I'm already set up in the woods and he comes down. And they're still across the road, but they're, they're, it's getting to be that time where they might break again. And uh, so it, we, they gobble, and they're pretty good ways off. We make a move, get down a little bit closer to them. We get into some hardwoods, scratching around. I kind of made him a little, a little blind, get him comfortable, stuff like that. And uh, so he's set up in a bunch of pine branches and shit. He's, at, he's pretty well hidden and... Cause he moves like crazy. He's not. He, he wasn't. He's never a turkey hunter. He just. He le- he's still learning. Like a lot learning. <laughs> I'll tell you some. I'll tell you some off air stories down there. Right? <laughs> and uh, so I take him down there. We get all set up. And I decide. All right. I'll start calling here. I make two light cuts. And they're standing on the road, which is not very far from where we are, Quentin. You'd be all about it. You want anywhere other than the road? What's that? You want anywhere other than the road? Oh yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. They're all the road. They're standing on the road. Like it's not far at all. We're gonna let them work off of it, obviously. But <laughs> I would hope so. so. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so they break off the road and. It's like within seconds they're on us, and and he he can see him, but he's like, nah, nah, that's way too far. Thirty five like, yards. I'm like, Dad, not far at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Not far at all. They're right there. 
Not too far for the franchise. Yeah. yeah. So you think. So I said, and they start getting a little spooky because it's wide open hardwoods. There's not not there's nothing for topography there. There's no way you can really other than getting a good hide and try to get them tight to you. That's about it. So the uh, so they start getting a little nervous. And my dad like it's like now or it ain't gonna happen. He never heard me. So I'm like shoot shoot. And then I said I'm gonna shoot. And I shot, and then he was like, "What are you shooting for?" God, you selling a lot like DJ's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> took her home. <laughs> and uh, yeah, totally screwed up a double with the old man. Yeah, so now for one, a double, it didn't even kill one. No, oh, you missed out fifty-two. That's the same turkey. Ugh. Two days in a row. <laughs> well, to follow that up, when I say I brought his daughter hunting one day down to my little honey hole in Brunswick. Um, apparently, yeah, flatlands, yeah, going to tire. Uh, we did not use a decoy in this spot. This is the exact same Why? spot. Because nope. she, she wouldn't let you. Well, she wouldn't let me. But All right, this, there you go. Yeah, fair enough. But this is the same spot that I killed the bird open day this year. Like, you can't, there's no way to use a decoy there. So they're going to come up in one or two spots, you kill them, or they're not going to. And they came up, and uh, there was four long beards. And I'm like, ah, can you shoot him? She said, I don't have a shot. I said, all right, well, I'm going to shoot him. She goes, and she said, don't. I heard shoot. I don't know how that <laughs> got confused with her. But I shot and I missed. Thank God she learned from DJ. She can shoot. She folded that bird at like 45 yards after I missed him. Thank God. Please, <laughs> <laughs> we got out of there. Like, well, at least one. Well, we got one, not two, but yeah. Thank God she loves yeah, yeah, DJ. Well, if you say you haven't missed turkeys, then you're a liar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have a hundred in there. But uh, yeah, season's, well, season's not over, that's for sure. We got four yeah, more but days. The fact, I'm with you, man. I had a lifetime of losses in the first half of a season. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Before. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, I know what it's like. I mean, I know what it's like. <laughs> so I took that, that, first, that whole first week off from work, hunted in the rain every single day. Shot one on the third day. In oh, the rain. Oh, you have a dead one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. Moister than an oyster. Yeah, moister than an oyster. <laughs> I, went, I went six consecutive ten inch misses. Ten-inch beer, you know. Inch, inch and eight hooks. Not a big deal. 20, 20 pounder. Nice one. Heck soaked. Yeah. <laughs> soaked. <laughs> Absolutely soaked. It's the best time to put them on a scale. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. yeah, add a little weight to them. It's a Brunswick trick. Yeah. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> so what do you find your biggest trick? Oh. Our biggest turkeys? Yeah, do you have a, areas that you find bigger turkeys than others? Or? Apparently not Brunswick. Quinn disables every single I mean, one I shoot. Easton, probably. Body-wise, down this way. Down yeah, this way? body-wise, yeah. yeah. Out of different states. I don't know, have man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What's You've the biggest turkey you What's that? What's the biggest turkey you killed? 25 pounds. 25? That's what I'm 25, 25 pounds, inch and three quarters. I don't weigh my birds. Inch and three quarters. Three quarters. Wow. Greenwich bird. That's a stud. Yeah, I, I'd never put a he bird wasn't on a, scale. He wasn't a, no? uh, a willing bird. <laughs> no, I just shoot them, brush them out, throw them in the freezer. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I, I, I never, that's the only bird I ever weighed, but the only reason I weighed is because we knew he was. Yeah, yeah. 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 he was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm 20, 25 pounds is the biggest one I've ever seen. He killed one this year. It was 2410. Oh, yeah. man. Did you see There's a lot of stuff. From what I know, there's a lot of 23s and 24s getting shot this year. Yeah. Don't ask Quinn. He don't believe it. What's that? 23 pounds. Listen, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, if, you, if you hang the scale off the hook on your porch and then hang the bird on it and then grab the head like this and pull <laughs> and, then, and then hit lock on the scale and it says 23 27.5. <laughs> 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 
Typical Brunswick fashion. Probably, there we probably go. actually one Cheat. of the, the cheat the cheater. One of the biggest birds I've ever killed was the one I killed with you in Virginia. Yeah, that was, that was really he was a big bird. I didn't weigh him, but he was definitely about twenty. I was, I've literally killed like five jakes in my life, and every jake was heavier than the long beard I shot in Virginia this year. Really? Yeah. I'm a sucker for big spurs. And the big noggins, like a yeah. turkey. Yeah. 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 When you, you see that coming through the woods, no. that's not a two-year-old. I, I, well, I tell you what, I you say that, and I was hunting uh, around here recently, and uh, I call once these birds fire off and they start working down to me, and the first thing I see is just this giant softball head and his big body, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, this thing's gonna work right in front of me. I, I had a decoy out, and it was right on. <laughs> it's the, okay, I forgive you. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was right on this road here, and uh, the bird comes in, starts working, and thank God he strutted. Because if he, if he didn't strut, he was going to get it. It was a Jake. But his head, I mean, his head was big, one of those yeah. big yep. softball heads. And his snood was hanging right down low. Really? Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was the, just the super The snood Jake. on that thing was just... I'm, that's a, one I'm thing. a sucker for yeah. big snood. That's one thing, though. The Virginia guys, when they came up here, tell me if I'm wrong, but they they struggled their first couple of years up here because they, they dusted a couple... Couple jakes because Jake's down, down, Jake. down yeah. there. If they gobble, they jakes don't gobble. So if it comes in gobbling, the head pops up the way we hunt them. Oh, wow! You yeah. Really? Yeah. Head. Oh, yeah. The other one yeah, is never had a white head on it. White head, white head. I'm gonna shoot it. That's my tur bird. <laughs> but so, so when they started coming up here, yeah, there was a learning curve because yeah, Jake's up gobble. here hammered. Oh, our jakes gobble. the white yeah. head, huh? and they gobble to an owl hoot, which they don't do in Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have much luck roosting in Virginia, I don't think. Other than that one that was gobbling on its own. Mm-hmm. We, see, the day we went, we never roosted a bird. Could not. The bird that I ended up killing gobbled twice, and then an owl started hooting, and he shut up for 25 minutes. Yep. He really? did not gobble again for another 25 minutes. Yep. You got to call to him down there if you want to roost him. You do. Box call. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. I thought yeah. we locate But it, it will sure. locate them if sure. you want them to. Yeah, the Virginia guys laughed here, at us when we don't, left to go Don't call them. to them here. But. <laughs> yeah, don't call them. But down there. Now, con show right. only up here. That's yeah. Just. yeah. So, uh, Don, I'm going to ask you a question that I asked these two guys the last time they were with us. Oh, boy. Oh. What is your most memorable hunt? Oh. Well, probably three days ago, because that's as far back as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was big, a good one. That was how big were those first? That was a good hunt, yeah. No, not those ones. Oh, oh. Memorable hunt. Man, that's just a some, just some. Just I mean, the, take the yourself back that, into the 80s and 90s. Yeah, with, give, uh, us, give us a deep cut here. I mean, who's you used to hunt with? I mean, Did you ever kill one with Grandpa? I've killed quite a lot with Grandpa. Has yeah. he ever killed one? My father? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's killed lots of oh, he's, got, he's got a stud right here That's in the worst. back room. My dad yeah, tells that, me that stories. That was probably the most memorable. He's, he's, been out, he's been out a bunch this year trying it's to kill a strawberry acres yeah, turkey. 90, oh, no 91 years old. 91. Still he tries his best, yeah. Yep. Wow. Well, that's awesome. He walked out there with a walker. Anybody can shoot a turkey. When you walk out with an aluminum walker, now he has a spray-painted camouflage. It's sweet. He had a long beard in range. Well... A little far. It was 30 yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a little walk, but I'm going to get back after. <laughs> God bless him. Yeah, that, that was probably one of the most memorable hunts. That was one of the first years I ever hunted turkey. I, I told my dad, my brother was bullhead fishing along the road from the pond, and he says, hey, so I think I heard a turkey gobble in the woods up behind the, behind the pond. And I uh, said, so perfect. So whereabouts was I? Just, you know, kind of get the point exactly where the tree was he's in. So I told my father, I said, come on, I'll take your turkey out in the morning. He goes, there's no turkeys out here. I've never heard one. I've never seen one. I said, I promise you, there's a turkey out there. So I take him up there to the, the woods. I set him all up. 
sure enough, that turkey just starts hammering on the ridge above me, and he starts gobbling. And oddly enough, I don't know why that turkey came down off the ridge to me, but he did. And I could see that. I could still picture that turkey. It'll come fanning up through the woods. That's all pretty as I picture that red head just coming up through. Yeah. That scarlet red. And uh, my father shoots this turkey. Pow! And he, I run over to it. Of course, he, I look behind him. He stands up. He falls down. He stands up. He falls down. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Because I yelled at him in the morning. He moves like, like Adam's father. Yeah. I said, don't you move a muscle. So he was so mad or so nervous about... Fall, you know, moving, that his legs had fallen asleep. So he'd stand up and he'd fall down. <laughs> so I'd jump on this turkey and we'd, we'd kill the turkey or whatever. But the turkey weighed 25 pounds. And, and he, he was a beautiful guy. I got a, he's in a picture frame out here we did up for him. And he goes, I, I'm excited. I mean, this thing is the biggest turkey I've ever seen in my life. Right, right. Big old beard on him. He was gorgeous. And he says to me, he says, uh, oh, that's, that's a big turkey? Like, so nonchalant, like, oh, this, this is it. Right. But to me, it was like, You'll never shoot one this big again. Right, he hasn't. right. But he was a gorgeous turkey. That's probably one of the most memorable. Oh, that's ones. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so was, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's special. For yeah, sure. yeah. Stop record, Adam, on that. Yeah, stop record. Tom, hit the record you, button. My father got shot. Did he tell you this story? Then replaced You told us this uh, a while back. Yes, a while yeah. back. But yeah, so not it's on tough the to get him to go out. He won't go out early in the morning. So to, for him to go out hunt, he has to do. He has to hunt the nooners, right? You know, right. Because he just won't do it nooners. before daylight. So I can that's why I like to hunt with somebody. You ask about hunting together. That's my. I like hunting with somebody because I get. Right. I get nervous. I get a little. Ninety-one shot. years old though, and still going at it. Still going at it. I that's pray, awesome. I pray yeah. that's me someday. Yeah. Yeah. That, goes, that goes for deer hunt, turkey hunt, anything. Yeah. He, he he won't. He doesn't go out till daylight. Yeah. Have you heard? Have you heard the, have the story here on this on this bad boy? Not on the podcast. No. 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 Lay it down. Yeah. Hit, Which one? Hit him with it. It's a, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's, it gets. So I got a lot more details a few weeks ago, and I'm like, there we were, May 1993. Take yourself back. 30-year anniversary. Put it this way. BBs are still surfacing. You want to talk about a story. I learned the details of the story after I watched your guys' video when Brad was filming, and he reached up with the camera above whoever was shooting, and the little, um, like, the pom-pom thing that popped up, and DJ was like, Holy crap, like that looks just like a turkey head. Like I would never do that. Yeah, I so was on, the, on the video. He freaked out oh, like, watching your guys' video. Oh yeah. It was like a wind sock or something. It just like, scared yeah. me because yeah. I I've seen that, you know, yeah. head pop up. So sure. we would end in the early morning and uh, it was a little kind of a brush a little open wood brushy corner of a, of a field. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have permission to hunt across the field, but the turkeys over there gobbled. They're four or five hundred yards away, they're a long ways, but I'm sitting there calling early morning. Just it was still dark. Just on the limb, and I had moved. I was probably 40 yards from my dad. Expected you know to call him in, tag team him, and it was like I say, it was dark. And all of a sudden, I heard pow, gun goes off. I'm like, damn, them birds came in fast. So of course I got up to run towards him, not ran, but went towards him. And I hear this god awful screaming. I'm like, what the hell? It sounded like a sound like a coyote had been shot. You know, I'm like, what the hell? So I walked in the woods and. My father is spinning around on the ground like a dog been hit with, by a car. He's spinning around in circles. I said, what happened? What happened? I thought maybe his gun blew up or something at this point. Mm -hmm. He goes, the guy shot me. And I was like, what? I could look up in the skyline, and there's a guy standing there with his gun up. He was right there. So the, everybody says, oh, I'd have shot the guy. I've done this. You, you, know, you don't know what you would have done because right. you're not there. Right. So yeah. the first thing I did, I had a, at the time I was using a 10 gauge single shot. I dumped the shot. Why? I don't know. I remember going to grab the guy. He wasn't a very big guy. I remember grabbing him by the, by the shirt, picking him up, and some of you stupid son of a bitch, and chucked him. That's all I did. But, so, 
why my father was screaming was he had seen the guy in the early morning light in the cornfield, you know, 60, 70 yards, 80 yards away, whatever it was, come across the field. He watched him sit there and have a smoke. He saw him out in the field. He said, well, he's, he's away from me. It's, it's no big deal. We turned around. I was listening for the turkeys and got one. Well, he looked back, and the guy was just coming into the brush lot, and he sees the guy pulling the gun up. He's like, no. Well, he dove forward, and it hit him in the side of the face. 27 feet. Mind you, 27 feet is not very far. Nine yards. Yeah, 27 feet. He's got 68 pellets in his face. He's got 17 in his neck and 11 in his shoulder. Of course, it dumped him. Well, that wasn't the bad part. When he rolled over, the guy was chasing him around the tree to shoot him again. That's where the screaming came in. It wasn't that he got shot. He was screaming because the guy was going to shoot him again. And the guy admitted that and told that in his testimony when we went to, to court and that he, was, he thought he had shot a coyote and he was going to shoot him again. That's oh what, yeah, at 27 feet. So then I hear you guys all talking about fanning and all this stuff, and it scares the hell out of me because right. it's like. See, he freaks it, out when I, I mention I that. Freak out. Was a guy like an elderly No, guy? no, he was a produce manager um, in uh, Glens Falls. Yep, and he was a young guy. So in his 30s. He was a young guy. What? Yeah. So we were so watching he, this video, and you guys put this, you lift this camera right. up, and it's it was like, like gray, and he like. Freaked out, and I'm right. like, and I thought nothing of it because, like, like you said, we watch THP. I've watched him for years. We watch sure. them mm-hmm. every night at work together, yeah. and right. like, yeah, they they do this all the time. Like, this yeah. is nothing, and then yeah. like, I hear the story, and I'm like, holy cow! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so carry him. So anyway, so he, you know, so I, the guy, you know, I didn't want to do. So the, I told the guy he's got to got to go for help, you know. So he starts going one way. I said, where are you going? The road's close to this way. He goes, ah, I'm parked that way. I don't I don't know anything this way. So he, he takes my, uh, my father's gun, whatever. I, at the time, he said, okay, what do you do? So I said, here, t- take my father's gun. Just go for help. So I got my father together and kind of picked him up. And we started walking out across the alfalfa field. And the, now the blood is starting to clot, starting to hang. And um, my father said, hold on a second, hold on a second. And he, he spits his teeth out. He has false teeth. Spits his, all his, his teeth had, had shattered all his false teeth. that hit him so hard. I didn't realize it until a couple weeks later. I looked through his raincoat, all the holes in it, and his, he put his teeth back in his pocket. So he saved his teeth, thank goodness, because he used them later. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, so we walked maybe 150, 200 yards across the field, and he says, uh, "He goes, I, I'm going to go down. I'm going I'm to pass out." So I laid him down in the alfalfa field. Now we're maybe half, three quarters of a mile off the road, somewhere around there. But you had to cross a beaver swamp to get up to the road. It was a, quite a haul. So I, I'm not a paramedic. I know nothing about it. I knew enough to keep him warm. Took my coat, took everything I had, stacked it on top of him. So it's here, stay warm. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll be back to get you. So I took off and I ran across the beaver swamp and I went up to the neighbor's house and I just like pounded on the door. I thought I was about kick it in. You know, they, I could still picture them coming through the through the hallways. Like, what the hell's going on? They probably thought the house had fallen in. I see a guy calling ambulance. My father had been shot, so he they knew who I was. So by the time I turned around and he got heading back down to him, he had gotten back on his feet. Now he was 60. Two or sixty-three, but he was pretty rugged. He was gotten back up on his feet and was making his way out across the beaver swamp on his own. And uh, so he had made it all the way up to the road. And he, he knew enough to keep himself awake, so he sat there and kept rocking, kind of keep himself awake till sure, the ambulance got sure. there. And as it was, um, my ambulance had come and gone before his had even got there. He had never he had never made it to call anybody. He had gone to his truck and sat in his truck. He never he never called anybody. He sat in his truck. So because. Cops came, of course, and I was going to hop in the ambulance. And they, they said, uh, 
well, you, you can't leave. You're, you're under arrest. I said, for, for what? They said, well, you see a guy who shot and you, that's it. I said, well, the guy who shot him went the other way. He said, well, till then, you're, you know, he was, he was kind of a jerk. So then at the time, it was Bob Endy was the uh, Washington County mm-hmm. Sheriff, and I went to school to some. And he, he came along, and uh, he goes, what's going on? So I told him, he goes, he told the state trooper at the time, he goes, I'll take it from here, which was really cool. He goes, give me, put my boots on. I said, yep, put your boots on. So the state trooper would do nothing. He wouldn't take pictures or anything. I'll back up a little bit. So the state trooper, he wanted, he goes, where's all your guns and stuff? It's out there in the field. So I walked out across the beaver swamp, and now I'm legging it. It's like, you want me, you can keep, keep up to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, it was him and a woman state trooper. She, was, she fell way behind. And uh, so I go up in the field, and they could see my pile of stuff. I bent down to pick up my gun. He's like, oh, oh, hold it right there. You know, put his hand on his gun. I was like, how are you doing? So he picks a gun up. He goes, it's empty. I said, I told you I emptied the gun in the woods. So I went over there, and you could see the perfect pattern right on the tree where the guy had shot. And... Um, yeah, and I went over and found my shell. It was full. So here's the full one. Here's the empty one. It was, it was the, uh, at the time, it was Remington 2x5s uh, is what it was. And, uh, number 2s and number 5s. Yep, 2x5s. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the, the, the penetration sucks because it didn't, it didn't kill a man at 27 feet. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> that goes to show you how bad the patterns were then. So, but, uh, yeah. So they, uh, they, had take, they had taken me up to uh, Schuylerville to process me or whatever. And by the time I got almost to Skyland, they, they called and said they had found the guy. Who, but he was just sitting in his truck. He never called anybody. He never. He was. He was upset. It's like, well, yeah, no yeah, shit. yeah. I'm sure he was. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So now I get a little nervous, but that's sure. one reason I don't decoy her. Sure. Yep. That's another reason I, I don't like Fanny. We were down in Virginia this year, hunting turkeys down there, and turkeys got one. We're ready to move on them, and. Um, and all of a sudden, rifle down Virginia, you can hunt rifles. Right. You know, a rifle goes off. And guy, like, damn, he goes, that, they did the same thing last weekend. I said, like, well, yeah. You want to run out there with a fan and these guys run around with rifles? Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, we, we are pretty conscious of not using that stuff. Like yeah. when we go to Kentucky or Virginia, I don't think we ever pulled a decoy out yeah. of a bag. I was like, even, even 20 minutes before I shot my bird, we had a guy that pulled in. And started calling and realized that we, we were hunters down there. And right. Luckily, right. he left and went away. But like, if he didn't, what could have happened? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's scary. Not to put a downer on the night. I mean, no, no, it's really important. I don't know how a man makes a mistake like that. He ought to be ashamed of himself. I mean, at 27, nine, nine yards, basically, yep. no excuse in the world will ever convince me that of anything other than it was a man on the ground. But right. But they. But the good story was is that that was shot on the uh, 3rd of May and the 4th of June. I had him in Canada hunting bears. So, oh, you know, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah, so he went up there and hunted bears. Didn't shoot anything, but. Yeah. But still, yeah, still he's like 91 now, and how many deer did he shoot last year? Oh, so yeah, three or four. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insane. I got some great stories about my dad, so I'll tell you a couple of little funny ones because I, I, I think they're awesome. Yeah. So my father can't hear, he's deaf as I am. But <laughs> so we, at the time, they were they call these cool things like these bionic uh, um, ears or whatever. You put their earmuffs on and you can hear. They got the speakerphone and all that. So I'm watching one morning. I'm calling for him. And I'm watching him. He's going like this. He's going like this. I'm like, what are you? Finally, I was like, Dad, what are you doing? He goes, there's a mosquito. He says, it's driving me absolutely nuts. He goes, right in my ear. 
he's wiping it. The microphone's down here in the chest, and the bug goes. <laughs> 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 but then you weren't even close to the mosquito. Right here, there, now you're all set. <laughs> so you had to wear a microphone? Yeah, the microphone here. The ears? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's what they were. I've never seen that. So yeah. it's like, that's like the old ear pro, basically. Yeah, right? like, like with the ones yeah, you hear, too. Really yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. That was about the same time you'd have uh, our trail timers with the. You guys all have trail cameras, which is pretty yeah, cool. You know what a trail timer is, boy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a round back hunter and you don't know what a trail timer is? is all it is a little. Oh, wait, is it hand? Before you say it. Is it the things that they set out and a deer walk by and trip it? Yeah, and, and, like and then it tells lines. you like how. Yep. Okay, so it's a cool right, clock. Right, right. And it has a little yeah, plastic right. at three forty-two in the afternoon. This deer walked by. You put it. You get string across the trail. So when it hits the string, it trips it. It stops Trip the clock. So you get one stop of when it's coming through, and you see which way the string is laid. And you can tell that's the direction you're going. That was that is wild. That was because <laughs> now it was probably a doe. <laughs> you're you hunt that trail cameras. You know that that means there's not going to be a lot of does. Does. <laughs> <laughs> you get on camera. It's so that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, but that was technology back then. I was. Wow. Yeah, that's come. So a, it's cool. come a long yeah, way. When there was no deer. Yeah, there was hard no deer. There was no deer then. True. Yeah. Yeah. Around here, there was no deer. Deer anyway. Sure. Rondax was loaded at that time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it was. Seventies, eighties. There was deer everywhere up there. And nothing. Yeah. Well, that's when they're logging too. Yeah. True. Yeah. I shot yeah, my I mean, first deer here in '76. And my father told me, he says, "I'm, I'm not going to buy hot lights because there's no deer." And I it said, sounds like Grandpa was a real negative Nancy. We didn't have money. He was broke, so he he just didn't have the money to spend on a, a hunt license. He had. We have ten kids, so he just that wow, wasn't, that wasn't yeah. one of the things that you you did. You didn't buy a deer lot license because that sold separately. Right. And. So I remember riding with a motorcycle as a kid and seeing the deer trails. I said, oh, Dad, I've seen some deer trails. I know there's some deer there. Ah. He goes, you go sit on top of the hill, and I'll, I'll walk to you in the morning. Yeah. And uh, we did. And I, I was, what, 10 years old? Yeah. Nine, nine, almost, almost 10. You were not legal. You were legal. <laughs> 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 I was nine years old. I got a 243 out there at nine years old in the morning by myself. Just, <laughs> you know, and it was fine. I, you know, the little three-pointer come up through, and I killed it. Yeah, and uh, and for the and my my brother would come and tag it. He had a little more money. He'd buy a license and tag, <laughs> tag it after I killed it. Yeah, yeah. And then that happened for several years before he finally said, "Okay, there is enough beer around. I will buy a license." <laughs> so that kind of all started from there. But yeah, yeah. Well, listen, that's those are awesome stories. Yeah, I, feel, I just feel like you remember a lot of the, the hunts from your youth. All, all of the, the, youth. the, the best. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, we. My father was a big uh, pheasant pheasant hunter. Uh, duck hunter, you know, fowl, that type of deer. Deer was talks about the pheasants deer. a lot, but obviously there's not the number yeah. of pheasants around. Oh, there used to be back then, there'd be nothing that. to go yeah. out and shoot. Yeah, he said, I think it's thirty. Don't hold this, but I think it's thirty-eight cock pheasants. He him, he shot one year, and his partner they hunted together with him, shot like thirty-nine or something like that. Very, very close, but in one season. Wow. But they would have to travel all over. His friend was a milk inspector for for <laughs> for daily. So he'd go around to all these different farms, and of course they'd let him hunt. But he'd see where the pheasants were, and then they would go out and Sure. Oh, so what about grouse? Were there grouse around? Oh, tons of grouse. I, really? I can't hit a rabbit to save my ass, but I can shoot the hell out of a partridge. No, a partridge was my game. And it's I could, a shame there's not many of them around. So there. I talked to my friend Andy. Who's, I killed one who's a, a couple years ago. Who's Did a bat. And yeah. he, um, I asked him what happened to the partridge, and he says, that's why you had an Adirondack. They, there's a lot. There's a, there's a ton, a ton of, of partridges. Yeah, so yeah. And down here, there isn't anymore. He says it was because of the, the Nile virus that we had back in the day. 
Really? Back, back That's right. We saw a bunch of them. Late, to... late 80s and early 90s, camp. somewhere around, like mid 90s, whenever the West Nile virus came through. Okay. But it affected the eggs, and that's how come you don't. And wherever there's a lot of mosquitoes, you lost all those partridge. It was amazing. You hit that line, and anywhere inside the park, there we're flushing them out all the time. Yeah. they're all yeah. everywhere. The other weird thing is, is there's a property we hunt closer to our parents' house, um, which is and, right on the edge of the Adirondack yeah, Park, yeah, basically. Yeah, but it's not. Files. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's, I mean, there's. They're everywhere. There. There's, there's some, some spots down here in Pittstown that there's still a lot of partridge. It's just yeah. I, I, I killed one my bow two years ago. We we got snow on the day before Halloween, which was crazy. That was a pheasant, Eric. No, 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 that was not what I said. I've killed one pheasant and one partridge in my you life. You gotta give a, pheasant for credit. Pheasant for credit. I killed them both with my bow, but I killed one behind my house in Cambridge. Can't believe she married this kid. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm sorry. Oh Is it fair to say that they might recover? The partridge I, in time? I would think they would. Sure. I mean, but the, you, I used to shoot partridge all the time like it was my job. Yeah. I mean, oh, for a matter of fact, it was. I had a, a deal worked out with some guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to hunt, and then to buy shells, I would go out and I would sell all the pelts, all the partridge pelts, duck pelts, pheasant pelts, That's the so fly cool. tires down in, down in Albany. My father had a connection. And I would take them all and bag them up. I'd get buck fifty for partridge and three dollars for pheasant and really? you know, five dollars awesome. for wow. Yeah, so wow. that would get the money back and I'd buy shelves to go kill more stuff. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, that's wow. yeah, we did that a lot. It's a partridge, I don't know how many partridge a year I would shoot, just good at it, and there was a lot of them. Yeah. You know, you know it'd be nothing about them, you know, make you know, twenty flushes in a day. You know, wow. we, we all had labs and we all Amazing. hunted hard. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Well I'd love to see it recover. I know, I wish it were like that yeah. still. Partridge awesome. yeah. Yeah. Have you hunted partridge much? No. No, not at all. No, actually. we haven't really no, gotten into any upland stuff. No, no. I'd like it's still kind of decent. Oh, we can like, make some yeah. sick videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we we'll got go the labs. Oh, Come on now. Leave the labs home, but oh, it's, it's Brittany territory. Yeah. <laughs> you guys uh, with your will fight you for that. Yeah. 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 If you guys want some good videos, come kick some brush piles. Oh, oh you will. Oh, yeah. 100%. Now, right. Murph, oh, Bone, You want to see this kid at 100. That's your game? No. Now, no. do you guys run dogs no. or anything? We, yeah, we, we just got the lab, so we literally just kick brush. All three of us have labs. Kick, the labs will get after him, though. Oh, yeah. His they dog won't, is amazing. They won't, they won't run him like a, like a beat. Like, they're not going to run the rabbit. Sure, they're they're, they're going to flush them. They'll flush them out. Yeah, they retrieve what Bethel's dogs do. But, yeah. His dog is smart, so he'll go to the brush pile. He'll see Tyler walking in the brush pile, and he'll run around the backside. He knows the game. That's awesome. So we're going on like an hour and forty, so we'll probably Ooh, yeah, that's we'll a good go, one. Yeah, that's that's a great one. It's been that long. We'll probably wrap it up. Dude, but hour and forty? Let's go two eighty. This sounds like we have another podcast coming down the pipe. Well, we're gonna be chasing coming some pipe. But before before we end here, I wanna pull I wanna pull these out. Right here. Oh, CHO signature series. We got some calls here. That we uh, that we just started running tonight, Tyler, and I want you to talk about how just before we end this, how you got into doing the call thing. So obviously, it's not a hundred percent like uh, there's a lot of modifications still to be made, I think. But um, long story short, is I very picky with my with my mouth call selection, um, and growing up, we had one, um, we'll say supplier 
who made them. It was one he always used. So obviously, just through Nashville, I just I was like Corey. I just got the the ones it's that, more discreet than the, the, the ones dealer. This is business. Fifteen years, you can't still say. So he used to he used to use it. So obviously, I was like Corey. I would get all the used ones. But he he went out of business, and then I found another one, and he used them for a couple of years, and then that guy went out of business, and the last after the last time happened, I just got tired of spending fifteen dollars on a call to try to find the one that I that I liked, the one that I thought ran the way I wanted it to run. And um, so I decided to start to making them, to make the one that I wanted. Well, the one I wanted, I made one, and then he decided that he was going to use it, and he, we've used it exclusively this oh, season. Yeah. So we've killed, I think we counted like 17 turkeys that's it's yeah. killed this year. That's the, wow. God, the Godfather. The God. He's God. also made the Flatlander exclusive. That is Brad only for me. Brad right? like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Brad was one. Brad, we've killed. You've been. You had like five yourself. I'm seven. He's seven. Um, and I'm, I'm six year. just on the Flatlander alone, and I'm the only one that has it. But four were on decoys. But so and then um, so yeah, so I've just I've just enjoyed making them. So I'm actually I got a I got a new press coming with, a, with an actual tape cutter. Oh and, nice. Uh, so yeah, I mean I told. I told these boys here at Around Bucks and Beyond, I said, I'd give you guys calls for life, but I just want my little blurb to pop up in your videos. We threw these in and they, they sound awesome. So I don't know where you're trying to take it. Like, I don't know if you're trying to, like, are you trying to make it into something where you think you could... Like, I think he's trying not to spend fifteen dollars a call. That's oh, the, yeah. that's, that's, that's the right. main thing. thing. Obviously, like I just enjoy giving them to people. I'm a terrible businessman. <laughs> I, I do the same thing with my syrup. I just give it away. Like, I make right. it spend all. Well, terrible businessman, but a good man. Yes, yeah. a good uh, man. Good man. So yeah, um, yes. he's just trying to get a couple extra free calls out of it. Maybe someday, Bailey. Like that would. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I certainly. Well, they sound they sound awesome. We and appreciate I'm, it. Yeah, I appreciate time. it. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to use them. Hopefully, cool. if I make it back to Vermont, I'll be using them. So there you go. Cool. We gotta give a shout out to Thumper. You know, the signature series. Yes, Thumper. and then the other one here. So there's you a Thumper series. Oh, thump, Thumper. And Thumper. Thumper will be sure to get Thumper the first Thumper call. What kind of cut are you? Thumper cut. Thumper cut. Thumper cut. Go play a little bit, will you? We will throw it in. Let's hear it. 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 Let's their badge. Let's hear it. 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 Let's hear a nickname based mm -hmm. on based on so we have the godfather we have the flatlander yeah um and we have the thumper uh, which i found <laughs> out through an earlier expedition when these guys came up to camp um so yeah. <laughs> so thumper thumper he just he described this cut to me so i we made it up and, <laughs> and so, I great. so here it is go ahead adam That sounds there like it is. that sounds like his sixth myth of the morning, right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks good. for thanks for uh, doing this again. We'll definitely be doing another one soon. Great so. time.
Dewey only covered one season. We're not talking about deer. I'm not looking for deer. I'm talking about moose. Talking about you want some stories? What else is there? Woodchuck season? What did we miss? Do you have stories that you want to tell before we end it? If you have if you have a story, I mean, since the last podcast, you guys want to go. Give one moose hunting story. There's got to be something for your. Oh God! All right, I'll, I'll start. Okay, so listen, we'll talk about all the moves real quick. Okay? Just take I longer know, to download if it's like two twenty. It'll take longer. It's okay. I know, I know Papa's. I'm still gonna listen again. Right. So that's all right. <laughs> okay. um, but uh, long story short, okay, we went moose hunting in Newfoundland. Um, we've been putting in for the Maine and New Hampshire tags for a long time, and we always go down to. Um, Harrisburg. Harrisburg every year, and I, I really enjoy talking to the guys down there. And um, while we were down there, I was talking to the guys, and they're like, "Man, he's like, you can keep putting on in for it, but there may you may never, you may never draw it." Right. So while I was down there, I also looked up the Newfoundland. The population seemed real good, so I convinced a couple of these guys to. It, it, one thing with our group, it doesn't take much convincing. If somebody says, "Let's do it," there's you're going to do it. it. Yeah. No, there's That's no awesome. questions asked, no money. Like just right. we'll figure it out. So we um. Four of us went, Quentin, Dad, myself, and my cousin Brady. And um, yeah, I missed this by like two months. Yeah. Oh. You got a long ways to go, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, so, first morning out, I, I, I went out with the mentality of um, that I wasn't gonna, I didn't need to shoot a stud, but I also didn't wanna shoot anything super small. You know, like, right. there had to be, I, I went out there to get a moose. Like, I wasn't gonna come home empty-handed if I had the opportunity. Yeah. So we went out and uh, I saw this moose from a long ways away. We were walking out to this bluff that was, by the way, like you're, I forget how many miles. Obviously, you're in Newfoundland, so you're in the middle of nowhere. You're and 30 then it's, kilometers off it's the like road. 12 miles, 12 you miles. Like 100, how many miles was it of a drive from the ferry was, to where we went oh, to? It was three hours, yeah. It was three hours. Was crazy. It was like 100 miles. And then from there, you had like a 30 mile drive of blacktop, back roads, nothing to like a left-hand turn of like 30 miles of All right, hey, dirt start, road. Slow down. We're <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of nowhere before you met these guys to then take like a 30-kilometer ride on four-wheelers. So when I made this, when I booked this, okay, you, you book it with the outfitter who you, th in Canada, you need, out, you need an outfitter. You need somebody to guide you, mm -hmm. um, which we like to do the do-yourself stuff. We think it's fun and blah, blah, blah. But, um, so we, we we booked this hunt, but when you actually get there, you don't you don't really think about it. But like you're not hunting with the outfitter, you're hunting with the guides for the outfitter. Um, so <laughs> they're a bunch of just local woodchucks, never been off the island, smoking darts and drinking beers. Like that, that was their game. That's seriously like that's all they live like that and commercial fishing. That's what they do. commercial fishing. Oh, that's yeah. what they do now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so anyways, you meet these guys. They're just sweatpants, like just smoking and sweatpants. They hunt sweatpants all day. Black Hanes, freaking. Those are my reservation cigarettes. Reservation Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Two, two, two to three packs a day. So, this guy's oh, so we, and then in the morning, we drove, we took a boat across the lake, and from there, it was supposed to be a long hike out. Well, on the way out to this long point, I spot this moose to pair a moose. And the guy comes back to me. I'm like, hey, hey, he's moose up there. And he's like, uh, he's like, where? I don't see him. And I'm like, no, no offense, you're you're a lot shorter than me, bud. And, uh, he's like, you fucker. He's like, oh, sorry. And, uh, so, and, uh, we, so we get up another hundred yards and we can see the moose. He's like, oh, it's a bull, it's a bull and a cow. I'm like, all right, 
again, long story, we hike, make this hike down this drain and get up and get closer. And the moose comes out and uh, I'm like, ah, he's like, I think it's, like, everything's points on moose. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not yeah. what I thought it was. I always thought like it was inches, right? Like mm-hmm. it it's points. He's like, oh, I think it's a, I think it's a, a six point. And I'm like, well, it's not a spike horn, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I see some points too. I'm like, all right. right. So uh, I, it's, it ended up being, I forget how far it was. It was a long ways. It was 260. Yeah, it was 260. Two oh, wow. Which around here, I think I, I might have already told you the story, Brad. 260 and a moose looks like a 30-yard right. shot of a So that's what I said. Right, I, right. I had practiced out to 300, but I was like, I never want to, I don't want to shoot that far. Right. But I was like, oh, well, I'm going to look at him in the skull. So I put him in the skull. I'm like, oh, I can, I can do this. And uh, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. So like, all right. So I uh, take the safety off and I shoot boom and around here you don't really hear the bullet hit deer because you normally shoot them within 100 yards and right. but out there i shot how and you can hear that bullet what you hear it hit and the moose jump you know i see his leg pick up and uh it's like oh i hit him but he's still he's still up so i jack another one and he's now he's still on the same side this time i lifted up a little bit higher thinking maybe i hit a little low same thing swap here hit and he turns around and he goes the other way. I'm like, geez, I'm at, I only have three shells in my gun because I can't. This is a 270 short mag. 270 short mag. Yeah, oh, right, no, right. 300 short mag. Oh, 300 short mag. Oh, jeez. 300 short mag. And oh, I'm let him have it. Put <laughs> <laughs> so another one. That was my last shell. So I'm like, oh, man. And I, boom, I shoot again. I hear it again. Bam. And I was like going into the bushes. So I'm like scrambling around. It's the first morning. I don't really, really remember what I put on my stuff. You know, I'm trying to find my bullets. And, um, Panicked, and I go to put one in, and the, the, the gets he gets in the bushes, he gets in the brush, and the guy's like, I, th- I think I saw him go down. I'm like, all right, sweet. So we take our time, and we get up there, and sure enough, I had hit him all three times. Perfect. They're just so big. They're just so big. Um, so that was awesome. I got to, we got to, you know, pack him out of there. But uh, so I did kill him the first day, but it was that was unfortunate because I didn't get to hunt. We'll say, right, all that money. You kill him. There you, you go. You killed killed him the first day, but then, um, but the good, the good part was I was actually able to be a part of everybody else's hunt. Right. Yeah. So um, on Tuesday, nobody got anything. On Wednesday, Quentin had. Will you hold on? Hold on. Listen. Do we? Would you gotta get going? Because we could. That's that's a that's an awesome. You gotta, story. You gotta, you gotta, who's got a kid at home? You do. I know you do. I don't you don't care, but I'm, you do. No. <laughs> <laughs> My future father. Right, your son to this house. Yeah. Anyways, I had uh, go back up. I had shooting sticks that I had brought, and I had these shooting sticks, and I had shot this moose. Tuesday, nobody got anything. Wednesday, Quinn was going way out on this track, so I said, "Here, take the shooting sticks." Arts, you know, was it Arts Knob or no? No, you're out on. Um, What's that freaking bird's Bird stop? Bird stop. Bird stop. So Quinn was going out there, so I gave him the shooting sticks. So go ahead, tell your story quick. You guys are fine. Take your time. We load 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 up in the wood boat and head out across the lake. It's a wood boat. It's a wooden two-by-six boat. What kind of body of water are we talking about? A big lake. It's It's a a real big lake. Go ahead. Yeah, it's probably three times, four times bigger than Hedges Lake. No, it's bigger than that. Okay. Don't, you don't need to look it up. Just go. Just tell us. So, <laughs> no, no, no. All right. So we, we take the boat ride. It's like 15, 20 minutes out to the end of it. And then we walk out. I think it's how two It's point, a long ways. Keep going. It's two miles. It's two miles to Bird Snob. And then we got up there and Desmond was who I was with. Des. That's right. Des. Des. Desmond. Des. Well, right. he's, he's like our age. He's like we all age. drew like the perfect guide. So I had Desmond who was like his age but looked like he was 56. <laughs> <laughs> he got another guy named uh, Adam. 
Adam. Great name. Adam was really cool. Of course he uh, was. About the same age, same pace, same, well, yeah. you know, whatever. And then Brady was with <laughs> Justin. Justin. <laughs> He's, that's that. And then he, you were with uh, the, the guy. Uh, what's his name? The head guy. Gaius. I forget his name. Gaius. Uh, it was the, the weird. Gaius. 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 Yeah, I was going to say, oh. like a derogatory word. Gaius. <laughs> Gaius. But we all picked, like, the perfect person. Gaius was, like, the head man, serious, real deal. Desmond was... Completely new to hunting, <laughs> second year guiding, commercial yes. fisherman, love catching lobsters. <laughs> out there to kill a moose. <laughs> uh, we got out of bird snob. I saw one at, uh, I was probably like right around a mile uh, away. And this is like bush country. Uh, the first moose I had seen. I had not seen And this is a high lookout. Mm-hmm. So mile looks pretty close, like maybe in range. <laughs> For you. Yeah. Yeah. So shoot, shoot. Yeah. Decent, yeah. decent. <laughs> well, they're trained as guides to like call, mm-hmm. just like turkeys, and like you call, and they will come when they're ready. No need to move. I pulled a U. <laughs> and, I like, and I was like, "What are we waiting for?" We saw thirteen that morning. None of them were coming to a call, and then there was like Bullwinkle that stepped out and was walking across the field, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so, I want to go after him, Des. What are we doing down here? Like, yeah, he can hear us, but like, he can't really hear us. You got like a JBL speaker. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all e-collar up there. <laughs> Gaius yeah, will do a little mouth calling, right? Yeah, mine was a spot and stalk. It wasn't even. But, like, Gaius will do some mouth calling, but the rest of them, they just run, like, these chances. I'm like, dude, you can't even buy a good Bluetooth speaker for $34? <laughs> dollar General Special. Right dollar General or something? Like, no. So, anyway, but I said, let's get down there. Let's go after him. No, I. Well, I mean, just got to be, you ought to have patience. And I'm like, Des, I know those aren't your words. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let's go after him. All right, well, I, I said, talk to Gaze, talk to you, you got to, but we're, let's go down there. So we did, we walked, I don't know, it was like close to a mile down across like two creeks and a river. And <laughs> everything, you couldn't couldn't see, just, everything you couldn't see from there. Everything you couldn't see from there. And we finally got to this one rock. I'm like, this is a terrible spot. <laughs> it's awful. Can't see anything. You know, there's a big stone. And then you get up on top of it and your skyline from... 10 miles around. So we, he goes, well, I don't know if we can make it up there. I said, it's the only choice. Let's go. So we got up there, and I said, <laughs> I said fire a speaker up. Let's go, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> so he started calling. And fire it up one time. And it was quiet, and nothing happened. So I said, all right, whatever. Well, like, it's hot. It's daytime. They're just, they just bet up during the day, like, Nothing's gonna happen. So I said, "Let's take a nap." Let's take a nap. So we took a nap in the sun. It was like it was. I got a crazy sunburn that day. We were we were in t-shirts and pants, and it was the hottest thing ever. Really, it's awful. So hot. And I was lit. It was a boulder, like four times the size of this. And I'm laid on it like this. And, and he's the same size stone next to me. Same thing. Just sprawled out on it. 
and, and he's they're looking, frying, at, they're looking at this one little woods that's like wife where, where beater, this one into. Wife beater, three packs of smokes, and a bottle of water just laying there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all, if we had time, he has pictures of him doing this. Oh, that's so funny. Dennis, man. So finally, he comes over at like 3.30. been there since like 10.30. And he's like, I think I'm going to call again. I said, all right, well, let's call again. He goes, well, it's, I forget what it was. It's like, it's like an hour a mile to walk out of there because it's like you have to walk around all they these They don't walk out because all these little pockets right. of water, there's Fought no bottom. Right. And we were like right. three miles from the lake, so we had to leave there by like 4.30 or 5 o'clock to get back to the lake to get back to, right. and of course the lake's got these huge rocks and stuff that you have to navigate in the daylight. Right. So he's like, we'll give a couple more calls. We'll get like another hour, and then we got to leave by like, I don't know, four thirty or five thirty to be out on time. So I said okay, and he had already let one out, and he let out another one, <laughs> and then he, I I heard something. I'm like, what? did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that? There's something up there where he was. It was like, like this awful scraping sound. And like, whoa, whoa. And then I heard like this, like this. Like, you know what I'm talking about? It was like a click. It was like a. I'm like, what is going on? And he's like, that's the bull. So he races back to his rock. He said, I'm going to start a fight. Yeah. And then he's like, watch this. And he like, starts clicking stuff on his phone and plays this. Uh, he goes, we're going to see if we can get him to fight. And he played this fight bull. Fight and bull hey, wait, 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 wait. He actually had a speak. Yeah, no, they all call oh. off Bluetooth, Bluetooth speaker. That's all he called. <laughs> Yeah. I miss it. So he hops on his phone and gets on like fighting bull sound too. <laughs> <laughs> and starts playing through there. And yeah. it got him fired up. And it got him fired up. Oh, come to find out, I can hear him come down to the woods and then the cow comes out first. And she's the one that's curious looking for me. Right? Like he, he was mad that she was coming down there I, that's what I think yeah. I don't know how they work but right. she came out first and she was looking and then he was just throwing a hissy fit mm -hmm. and he started leveling these like five inch cedars or whatever kind of trees they were this was the cool part about me being a, I wasn't a part of the hunt but I was able to go back and pack it out he right. took a the tree the size of this thing here just sheared it off it's gone holy crap just just this is at 100 yards from one hit I'm like whoa and then <laughs> She started coming down through, and I didn't have the greatest shot at him. He's walking and stuff, and I'm like, I'm not gonna take a walking shot, and I don't really know how to stop a moose. You can go like, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> stop. So, I'm like, All right. so he comes down, and then they just. I was like, all right, a few more steps. I'll just shoot out and walk, and I don't care. They're the, they're a billboard, like whatever. <laughs> Takes one more step, and gone. Like into a sinkhole, disappears. What <laughs> 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 just happened? How did this go wrong? And a few, I don't know. It seemed like a minute, but probably a few seconds later, this moose, this this head, not the head. <laughs> <laughs> this cow pops so up. Much. This cow pops up, and I'm like, 
All right. So as long as he follows her lead, and then she kind of continues on and goes out of sight, and he pops up at right where she was. It was like 120 yards. And it feels like you're shooting at this camp. (laughs) (laughs) Huge. Then I'm like, all right, you're dead. And I shot, and I felt like I hammered him, and he turned and ran right at me. Whoa. So then you like. Came <laughs> from the clouds over here. So then he turns and runs right at me, and then he, he cuts across at like 75 yards and goes broadside again. And De- Dez is over there. He's like, why? Pile another one All right, I'll shoot again. So I shot again. And he just continues down through. So I shoot him a third time. My gun only holds four rounds. Right, legally. No, it's that's max. It's all it'll hold. Two forty-three though. She'll hold a few more. Uh, uh, so the two seventy short back. Yeah. So she four shot. I'm like ready to fire, and it's run up to this bog. Like that's probably half size this room. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Runs up to it. Stops. And it looks towards us, and it's just sitting there teetering. And I'm like, oh. I'm going to shoot you when you're on the backside of it and drop you so that you don't fall forward. And it, it fell forward for a second and then fell up and sat down and just flopped right there and it's dead. Really? No way. And what, what was it? It was, it was, it was a, a And its, head, its chin landed in the bog. What was it, 16 point? 16 point. Wow. It was, it was huge. But if it, landed, if it landed in that bog, I don't know what. I don't know. Yeah. There's uh, no so my, my, my bow was big. His bow was big. But, like, that bow, I wish everybody was able to see it because these guys weren't able to see it because we packed it out. It was so, it was massive. It was so big. Like, yeah. just the, the, ma- I can't even, I can't the chest imagine. off the body. Well, on the ground. The rib cage sat as high as this table. It was really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was what just, a big guy think? Was he like, look at this? Oh, that's a. That was his first legit. First, oh, so. I'm pretty sure Dez had a dart lit before the bull even. <laughs> well, he was smoking all day, but then he was he he came out of the site and he had his little blowtorch for the bull. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard him light a dart when the moose was inside. How are they navigating this country smoking cigarettes all day long? They, I, I don't I smoke cigarettes, but, they, listen, but he's also like their family-run camp, so. Yeah. Gaius had run this. Gaius has been running it forever. Forever. Like, and now Dez is his, is, his, is, his is his son-in-law. Son-in-law. Adam's his relative. His wife's his brother. So his, his wife is... Oh, right. Brother. So his wife's the camp cook. His wife's brother was his guide. Like, they're all just family. They're family. Oh. And they've been so then well, they got to... saying, like, physically, how are they... Just navigating. Oh, but they all wonder why they all die of cancer. They can't figure it out. Like I, I, I would hope, I would hope they would never listen to this, but they literally talk about like, oh, so and so passed away last year from cancer, and so and so had passed away three years ago from cancer. And wow, smoking's yeah. like yeah. a huge Crazy. like epidemic. Like everyone's like a three pack a day smoker up there. Ooh. Really? Wow, that's yeah. not even exaggerated. And no, like, I, and like totally I think they said like what eighty percent of the population smoke cigarettes up there in Canada, in wow. Newfoundland. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. They're very knowledgeable. Yeah. I'm hunting the moose. They're very knowledgeable in the terrain, I would say. And they're very good with like these four wheelers and running through these bogs. Yeah, Quinn Quinn talked about like he made a good point when we were coming out of there. Um, that one day. It's like that's why because like they come up there very calculated. Like they think about everything. 
Whereas if Quentin did it, he'd get stuck in the first box. He'd be like, oh, I, think, I think I can do it. <laughs> right. And, you know, he'd run right into it. Um, but I'd, as far as the moose, I think they've just done it one way for so long. I think we would, I think we would do a different, we would do things a little bit different as far as the calling goes. Yeah. And be a little more aggressive. They, right. they, they, they like to go to like the stands. When they're, they're like hot and it works, stands, it works, sure. they're going to come in and they're going to fly and right into you 30 yards. Right. I believe it. And run over the top of you. But when it's hot or if it's not working, you got to do what yeah. you did. You got to get out and get, <clears throat> yeah. You got to work. You got to tight to them. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. We, we got within like 150 yards where that moose is bedded. So it's kind of like turkey on They did really. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Pound yeah. yeah, but you, you want to talk cool. about how awesome. how big this bull was. We went to Harrisburg this year. Quentin didn't get to go, but I went and talked to every guy because I'm trying to find different places to go. And they have two different booths, and the center picture in every booth was Quentin with his moose. No way. Uh, so yeah. good, good, well, good, good. Go, I took a picture. Nice picture. picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we took a lot of pics. That is so cool. Like, oh, one of the cake can I shoot a moose hunt? I'm like, nah, I'm just like, I'm really interested in this picture because this is my brother-in-law. Like, oh, Quentin, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Who was down there? Um, the one was... The wife or the late? The late was, was there. The, they was the outfitter. Um, oh, jeez. Who's the, who's the good bow hunter? Um, Hoffman? Yeah, you know John, John Hoffman? John Hoffman's car wash? He was there when we were leaving. He, he, he was at yeah, the Deer, the deer, yeah, exactly. the, uh, deer Lake Hotel. Yeah. He was at the hotel. He was just leaving. They were doing a caribou hunt with the, the same outfit. When you guys were coming yeah. in. Yeah, we were coming in. We yeah. talked to him. He's from the area. We saw some good caribou when we Down in Brunswick, the flatlands. We saw caribou. So the guy says, we don't shoot caribou. We don't want to waste a bullet. He says, we just hit him in the head with an axe. It's like, what? What? So sure enough, one morning, we were we were on the water. I said, "There's a caribou right there," and it comes in the water. He's like, "Oh, watch this!" So we're we're going out hunting. Quit, you were with me. Yeah, right? we took the wood boat. We took yeah. the wood boat. <laughs> we were going to pick up your moose that, yeah. that morning. We go across. He's like, "Hey, da- hey, uh, hey, guys, get right up next to him. I'll slap him on the ass." <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, this is Desmond. We got a video of it. Desmond with a dart in his mouth. Hangs off the front and he drives right up to him. He grabs him by the horn. He slapped him in the ass. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was dying. Yeah. So they hit him in the head and just dragged him ashore. Really? That's how they killed him. We didn't do that. We didn't. But no, that's, that's, that's what they would. Do. I could see how they could do it. Oh, sure. They're wow. that susceptible to being killed, huh? Yeah. Both like wow. in a, yeah, they just dragged, literally pulled right up next to him, grabbed him by the horn, and just slapped him on the head. <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Oh what an experience. What so an that, experience. That's an experience. That was a that awesome. awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Sounds like an awesome trip. Yeah, awesome. Sorry, we just we just added another thirty on there. But we'll do, so really we'll do another podcast. Deer we'll, season or something. We'll Pre deer season, we're absolutely yeah. going to probably do a podcast. We'll we'll do we'll do we a missed Brady's hunt too, so we'll have to. Oh yeah, Brady and the ears. We didn't even get the other two. Yeah. But we'll get those again. That's awesome, fellas. Sounds good. Well, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. I'm just thinking. There's eight of us here. How many birds have we killed this spring between the eight of us? As a group, I, don't, I know how many we missed. I know. Well, five you can add three. one to your five because I missed one. About 80 yards from where I'm I've sitting right five. now. I killed three. I got three. I got two. So Uno. three, five. What's that? Eleven. I got one. I only killed three work myself. Stewie's van. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call it two. Two got one. 16, 17. How many you got? 17, 18, 19. We killed 13 as a group. I pay, you get one? Yeah. 19, what do you got, Quinn? We got, we got three points. Two. Quinn's got two, I got two, you got three, and Tyler's got three. 23. What's that? 20, 22 turkeys right here. Oh. Yeah. Between eight Two people. Three. Three. Three.
And like Adam says, we got four days left. Season over, boys. Season over. Yeah, this is a great weekend to hunt. Really? Oh, really? It really is. You can get up late, go in the woods. are still dark. The red bridges are just starting to kick in. Yeah. As always, go give us a like and a follow on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all under Adirondack Bucks and Beyond, and we'll catch you next time. Bangs it off. Was that recording the whole time? Yeah, let's start that all again. I can't believe that camera lasted the whole time. Oh, that's Oh, no. I thought he had the same charge.